BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Aren't she like Mr. Bean? I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody indeed yes welcome to the program episode 2708 the uh, post episode uh it's a beautiful uh, indigenous persons day outside we used to call that columbus day some calendars have both of them on the calendar for the for the uh, the Italians that just won't let it drop, um, but uh, you know, I know that I also know that some uh, folks, uh, some of my red stated friends and family on uh, Facebook, very upset that we can't call it Columbus Day anymore. Who gives a shit what you call it? You take it's a enjoy bank your holiday. day off. What's that? It's a bank holiday. It's a bank holiday. Who cares? Enjoy it. Just to take it off. You know, uh, if your job gives you the day off, enjoy it. Uh, who cares? Does anybody actually get Columbus Day off? Do, do even schools get Columbus Day off? You know what's interesting? Uh, Oliver is at school today. Yeah, uh, so are my quote kids. Unquote. Right? In my day, we did. That This was definitely a day off of school, Columbus mm-hmm. Day. Not for me. It was not? I don't believe so in California. That's I don't remember, honestly. Oh, we. there's no question we got Columbus Day off. No question in my mind. In fact, I want to say Chicago had a Columbus Day parade that was a... Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I know they did because I used to do a uh, a horrible joke in my open mic days about uh, the idea was, uh, hey, at the end, I'm going to see if I can get the beats of this. At the end of the day, uh, he was a guy that left, was it Spain? I can't even remember the history now. Mm-hmm. He left Spain yeah. looking for, India. no, he left Italy looking for Spain, right? Wasn't it? What? No. He was what Italian, he but he was in Spain, and he went from Spain looking to get to India. Okay, right. Spain looking for India. That's what it was. Spain looking for India, and he got lost, and we gave him a parade. That was the, that was the premise. You know, hey, I got lost on my way to the club here tonight. I'm not spreading a float, let alone a parade. Come on, folks. Uh, so, uh, so we did, in fact, have a parade in Chicago is the point wow. of uh, how much they revered the great 
Chris Columbus, who then I guess went on to direct movies. Yeah, <laughs> Home Alone is great. I mean, right? I, I feel like that alone, you you get a parade for making uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Did you direct that? Uh, I th- boy, it does seem like a Chris Columbus joint, doesn't it? Think yeah, I might did, be thinking yes. of Millennium Man. What was the one with uh, Robin Williams was a robot? Oh boy, Ooh, it doesn't boy. sound like it. Like when you when you describe what that movie was, Bicentennial like, Man, Bicentennial, Bicentennial Man. Like that doesn't seem like it was real in my the mind. So- like the did that really happen? Movie ever? Uh, yeah. Right. If, if, if it feels like a uh, Thirty Rock sort of poster behind Richie right. Jordan. He directed both of those movies, Mrs. Doubtfire and Bicentennial Man. Oh. Also yeah. Rent. Yes, oh. he did. Yes, he did. I remember uh, Anthony Rapp talking about that when he was on the program, that he enjoyed uh, Chris Columbus's company. Hmm. So, uh, I, but I do know this about those guys on Rent. They are not going to pay. They nope. are not going to pay. How do they pay this year? How do they pay last year's Rent? I don't know. How about this, guys? Get a fucking job. How about that? <laughs> oh, shit. Knock it off. He said it, guys. What's that, Matt? This is one of those controversial opening monologues that I've heard so much about. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna pay. We're not gonna pay. Anyway, post podcastathon. Uh, let me just do some housekeeping and uh, thank all of our guests that joined us. We had a nice uh, lineup of uh, friends of the show that uh, took time out of their day uh, to join us via Zoom. And. Um, also, more important, more importantly, uh, I want to thank the fans again for the their very generous donations. At the, I know I've become a broken record on this, but uh, you know it's very easy for people to text me, or if I go on interviews or talk shows, and people go, "Hey, it's a great thing that you're doing. That's hey, good for you for raising that much money." At the end of the day, I'm putting a show together with my four friend, my friends, uh, and um, I counted myself as four. I, I, I'm, I'm my own friend. <laughs> Uh, four friends. I, I was about to say, Rich Rich Tackenberg just got very excited that he got grouped in with the. Oh friends. shoot! Yeah. I, you know what? Five friends. Uh, I'll <laughs> include Rich on that. Um, and we, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, while I do no, donate money myself, and Never Not Funny throws a couple of bucks in, in addition to doing the show, uh, it's the fans that uh, get us to the crazy numbers that we get to. And this year, it was eighty thousand from the fans, and then somebody matched that, getting us close to one hundred sixty-one thousand, and. Um, and it's it's just going to grow with the uh, with the sales of uh, the, the download and then you know various other donations that are coming in after the fact. I know that my mother in law uh, is uh, mailing me a check so that I can uh, <laughs> donate that uh, on her behalf. Uh, something went awry with her credit card, and uh, somehow now that's my responsibility. So I will be. Uh, well, I just got a. We didn't get a Monday morning tote from Caitlin, but I did just get a text from my mom that. Uh, Apparently, her donation didn't go through uh, on the night, and then she tried again and just now, and, and the total on the site, so this I assume this doesn't include uh, auctions and stuff, but just on the site, it says 161,486,94. I think that's the number we ended up. Uh, 161 what? 161,486,94. That sounds that sounds right. Well, you know what I have? I have yeah, I have one sixty nine eighty six ninety four. So that's a thousand. Oh, well, roughly. yeah. So, like so you, yes. would, you would assume that a few donations would have come in since. So that, but 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 that doesn't account for the auctions and stuff. So there must be it must be above that. Yeah. So that's uh, that's great. So that's uh, that's wonderful. So yeah. uh, thank you again to the fans uh, for uh, watching and supporting and and donating and. Uh, very appreciated. And I know that the, uh, I will tell you that I got many a message from the folks at smile train, 
thanking us because as i've said over and over uh the 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 boutique charity like that is having a tough go of it right now as well and um uh so any sort of uh money coming in is a win and so uh i'm very happy that we were able to put this together even though it was not the big part castathon that we all know i think that it was still a, a very fun fine event mm-hmm and uh, so I thank everybody for being involved in that. Also want to once again publicly thank Elliot for the terrific uh, visuals and all the behind the scenes work that you had to do thank you, uh, in getting uh, this thing ready. I don't know if it would be, uh, uh, if we'd be able to do this as smoothly and uh, professionally if, uh, without you on the team. So I wanted to thank you uh, for all your hard work. Well, I appreciate that. And I, I want to also uh, just say that uh, Rich, Rich's work to make sure that everybody was ready uh, when they came into the, the Zoom room, made a huge difference there too, and so I don't think uh, I could have done my part as well if he wasn't there. Uh, All right, the let me cross off the next name on my list then, Elliot, since you apparently well, wanted to steal that. Well, and I, I just I have a note here that says Rich uh, just wanted to thank Garen for all of his great work uh, moderating the YouTube chat. Appreciate uh, it. Hang on Garen, a second. Your turn. Let me let me add Garen's name to my list. Of people to thank. I didn't. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, look, as 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 you've often said, Jimmy, it's very hard to take a compliment, and uh, and so I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to play it deflect? forward a little bit. I didn't. Well, I don't. I don't get necessarily get a chance to to thank other folks who were working on the show, and and it, it definitely made a difference to my day. It it, so. it, it was, uh, you know, it, it, for Matt and I just kind of sitting here doing this thing. It it, it was seamless for us. Like I don't know. I, maybe you guys had some hiccups and stuff along the way. I, I Matt and I wouldn't have known about it. It was, uh, you know, it, when it was time for Gary Goldman to be here, Gary Goldman was here. When it was time for Paul F. to be here, he was here. So it, uh, you know, it uh, it all uh, looked smooth from our end. And I know that uh, Oliver and Danielle watched a bunch of it in the other room. So uh, uh, I'm told that the comments were nice uh, uh, in the chat. So uh, thank God so that my son wasn't <laughs> scarred. And go, here's Jimmy with his bullshit again. Didn't have to read anything like that. And uh so uh so thank you everybody thank you for everybody for watching thank you everybody for donating and uh another peak cat is in the books and uh we'll see what parkcastathon 2021 looks like will it be back in the theater will it be another zoom will the world even be here oh will the God. proud boys allow us to have uh events like that <laughs> in 2021 depending on how right. this world goes well, i don't know about you guys but i've already submitted my application to the proud boys yeah mm -hmm. i matt and you know this i've submitted mine to the glamour boys so uh, we already have a theme song. It's because you're fierce. That's right. Fierce. <laughs> uh, Garen, how did everything go in the chat room? Was it smooth? Yeah. Yeah. Everything was, it was a lot of fun. Everybody's loving it. Um, there was a lot of people who were upset that they thought they missed Oliver, but they didn't. He showed up at, after all that went down, which was, it, I mean, it was it was cool, I guess, to see that everyone was so excited to see him show up. They thought Oliver was going to be uh, like a, a lead guest early in the program. <laughs> I, it seemed like it. Yeah, they were like, "Did we miss Oliver? Did we miss Oliver?" I'm like, "He hasn't been on. Yet. Don't yeah. know if he's coming." And where were these people? Go ahead, Matt. I was going to say this just argues for the fact that uh, eventually Oliver can take over the show. I got it. It's time. You can retire. Well, I mean, look, we, we announced on the last program that is now out in public that Garen Cockerell is moving back to Michigan. Mm -hmm. So he uh, he will remain our intern uh, slash cast member in the during the pandemic, certainly. And uh, but if we ever get back in the studio full time with guests and so on and so forth, then that'll change that. Or if Garen gets a, you know, Jesus Christ, I hope this happens. If Garen gets a job or something, 
and uh, needs to leave us. I get it. But maybe it's time for Oliver to step in in that uh, in that little slot. But uh, I know you guys are, are I, I hear what you're getting at that you want him to host the show uh, and take over for me. But, uh, you know, let's maybe step this kid in. Okay. Sure. And by the way, that's not going to happen either. So that's uh, he's, he may fill in from time to time as uh, as an intern, but uh, full time. No, we're not going to be. We're not the Kardashians. <laughs> Like, okay, son, time to go to work. And then we get in the car together and drive to the valley. That ain't happening. Actually, though, I, I could see I could see a, a series of, uh, of bonus episodes with uh, you, Danielle, and Oliver being the, uh, instead of you, Matt, and Garen, uh, and then you, you interview guests. I could see that. Um, the, the Having our family. Episodes. Well, keep, keep, keep envisioning it. Because, <laughs> again, we are not the Kardashians. We're not doing that. That ain't something we're doing. I think that sounds fun, though. We separate uh, religion and uh, state here. State and church uh, gets uh, separated here. So family and show. Uh, really, you can't. It seems like you can't find. Uh, you can't think of a reason not to include your son. Because um, he's uh, in the light. That's why. Yeah. It, uh, Speaking uh-oh. of sons, my, what's my happening over there, Matt? Is one of your kids trying to horn in on yeah, the business. Charlie. Charlie just poked his head in. Hey, can we see Charlie's thumbs? <laughs> Charlie, come here. Oh, good. Oh, very rare Charlie Belknap appearance. If you don't want him on camera, Matt, just have him put his fingers out. They want. We're doing the top of never not funny. Can you do the? Can you do your thumbs thing? You don't have to be on the camera. Just put your thumbs in. Come over here. Here we go. Does it, uh, so, Matt, what, what could I ask Charlie? Uh, did you guys watch a movie or something recently? <laughs> All right. Well, hold on. Oh, hang on, Charlie. For, what did we have for dinner last night? We just had mac and cheese and hot dogs, right? Um, what did we? Oh, we've been watching the Goldbergs. Do you want to give a review of of the Goldbergs? What do you think of the Goldbergs? Here we okay, go. Okay, here we go. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up, thumbs up from Charlie Bell. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, and uh, enthusiastic thumbs up. Enthusiastic thumbs up. It's a good show. <laughs> Charlie's not wrong. It's great. It's really fun. I'm enjoying it a lot too. It's also Thanks, great Charlie. to watch that kid grow up. The uh, the young. Uh, oh, don't forget your thing though. Your Adam uh, is his name. Adam Goldberg. Adam. Well, the. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, that's what's funny is like I I didn't realize. I mean, I guess I knew the show was still on, but I wasn't thinking about how long it's been on. So I saw like a promo for a new episode the other day. I was like, "Holy shit, that kid's like an adult now!" Oh my god, that guy's thirty now. <laughs> right? <Yeah>. It's crazy, <laughs> crazy. Um, and he's so good. Everybody's everybody's good in there. Big Tasty's good. The daughter's good. <laughs> Big, uh, Do you think they'll get to the season of that show where they create the show? <laughs> oh wow. Well, I, I'm already, I don't want to know <laughs> because be like I just want to watch it, but I am, they play so fast and loose. I know, I know that's built into the premise of the show is that it's kind of not, it's not really locked into a calendar or a, a timeline that makes any sense. But like literally one week they're going to see E.T. in the theater and the next week New Kids on the Block is in, yeah. in concert. It's like that did not happen <laughs> within it's, a week of each other. It's interesting, Matt, in that they do have the through line of them like going year to year at school, right. graduating, then going to college. But then the B story is... Yeah. You know, or that that week's lead story is not linear. I, I kind of love that, honestly. I feel like I, I commend them for giving themselves the freedom to just mm-hmm. take from wherever they want to in the 80s and not let it be an issue. But the, the New Kids one was only kind of weird because <laughs> because the premise was that uh, the daughter had been a fan of theirs. But now she's older and doesn't like them anymore. But like the new kids didn't become popular until like 89. Right. So like there's no way that she could have already been a fan and then gotten over it. Uh, Like they have a video of her like younger being all like she like made a little video to send to them in the past. I'm like, 
Well, what were you? Were you in on the ground floor of some weird EP that they made? <laughs> right. <laughs> she went to see him in the clubs, man, before they got big. <laughs> of course. Of course. The only the only by the way, I, I love the show and I love the detail of the 80s. The only one that always seems glaring to me is that the daughter whose name I, is, I can't think of her name right now. I can't either. Uh, the actress is so good, too. And is that her dorm room has an Asia poster, the band Asia. <laughs> and it's like this character wouldn't like Asia. There's just. <laughs> yeah. Just well, like the they poster. Were, in, uh, she may have liked the artwork. She may in, have liked the because I'm not there yet. I haven't gotten to the college years yet. But in the first two seasons, she her posters are Rick Springfield, White Snake, Bon Jovi, and then they threw the new kids in there at one point. But that makes not, sense. That's a far. Like, you don't go from White Snake to Asia, do you? Uh, well, you kind of Asia and White Snake together make more sense to me. In fact, the things that you just listed, White Snake makes zero sense to me. That seems right. like. Somebody that went, I, hey, boss, I got these four 80s posters. All right, put them up. Uh, but the other ones are, you know, teen idolish. Uh, uh, right. Well, that's, a, yeah, that's the thing. When I was that age, I was in middle school and um, when those things were popular. And I don't think you you either liked a Rick Springfield or you liked Whitesnake. Like, right. You either you liked not. hair bands or you liked like Corey Haim and, and, uh, you know the new kids and stuff like that the cory can we just say the corys in general matt <laughs> sure throw all the corys in there uh cory hayne cory feldman cory uh certainly marty feldman uh, who by the way i've received more than enough uh, messages about was in a, a sketch group at some point right uh so plenty of messages on that uh on how i should have accepted it but uh also don't care <laughs> i don't care <laughs> i um I, I saw Elliot said that you had even seen that some sketch of his and you were you were disappointed in yourself that you I for, I had forgotten when somebody somebody on Twitter uh, also wanted to make sure that I knew <laughs> <laughs> that that was the case but I appreciated seeing the video and then I realized oh wait I've seen this bit before yeah and so but I it didn't it didn't register because that because that show I assume it was a British show I think BBC show um, I never would have uh, I don't remember the name of it now. <laughs> doesn't uh, matter as i stand by i stand by my i don't care it wasn't uh he didn't pick marty feldman uh he wouldn't have picked marty feldman wouldn't have picked marty but it doesn't matter right i was doesn't trying to, i was so, trying to win uh sorry to uh upset you and your bbc sketch knowledge <laughs> Elliot, if you were trying to win, you should have picked the thing you wrote down first because clearly he's trying to pick like bad '80s comics, and you had Gallagher, and you didn't say it. I, I look, I agree that I could have won, and I agree it was the first thing I thought of, but I also thought that like like Hugh Fink is Hugh Fink a bad? No, that's true. He but he said that he said they don't all fit, but it, there's an overall pattern. And I so I thought it was '80s, maybe. But Hugh no, Fink's but also not, not an '80s comic. Like that's clearly one that doesn't fit the pattern. Do I think, we know what the pattern is? I think you know what the pattern to me. Evening at the Improv. That's the pattern that we have Ooh. so far with, with John Early being the outlier. Okay. So Gallagher was on Evening at the Improv. He was part of that. While he wasn't, he still kind of was popular at that time. Well, there's yeah, because he even said like Bo Burnham and John Early don't count. Anyway, this is just players. This is uh, platinum yep. talk. A lot of inside <laughs> baseball. All right, listen. I do have, uh, uh, so what you're about to get is uh, some uh, 
five segments from the 17 guests of uh, Parkcastathon 2020. Uh, some great people uh, that you're going to uh, uh, hear from. You're going to hear from uh, Richard Kind, Nikki Glazer, Rebecca Loby, Jen Kirkman, and Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, but before that, uh, my son writes a trivia question, and I'll be goddamned if we don't do it. Matt, please, a little music. Don't have the music. Oh, we'll you don't have it with us. I could play uh, it on my phone. <laughs> I'm just, I'm at home, guys. So uh, let me play it. Let me see if I can play it. Actually, right. it'll be on here. But but while I'm while, while I'm pulling it up, I do want to say that the uh, when you're hearing this, the download package should be available for purchase at nevernotfunny.com, which will actually link you back to the old site, podcast.com, which is where the podcastathons live now. Um, we don't know for sure 100% if the actual full six-hour video and audio will be up by Wednesday night, but the pre-sale will at least be up. And then... I think by the end of the week at the latest, like Friday at the latest, we'll probably have all that stuff up. It may be sooner. It may be. But when you're hearing this, it may already be available. But we don't want to overpromise uh, on that front. So um, and even if it's not available Friday, it will be shortly. Don't uh, they said Friday. Well, you know, things happen. Right. We're supposed to start this show at 11 o'clock today. And Elliot had some tech troubles and we started a little bit later. Things happen. So, um, yeah, definitely pick it up. You can watch the whole thing. Listen to the whole thing. Uh, just like any podcast and the proceeds benefit smile train. So that's uh, another reason to uh, support and get, Great. check it out. Thank you for uh, uh, bringing that up, Matt. Bring the All right, here we go. Question. Here we go. Trivia uh, question. Check it out. Check, check, Oliver's check it out. question. I guess hmm. I'll play this one. His father's career thinks of a question and he writes it down. What have I found? His writing's not clear. Wish Oliver was here. Quickly now, Father needs you. <laughs> uh, it's Daryl Asher providing the uh, theme song this week. All right, here's your question. Uh, here's your topic, rather. Sports. Oh boy. Oh boy. Exclamation point. Sports. Is this the first time that in weeks that Elliot doesn't bet 25? Mm. <laughs> well, uh, what are we up to now as far as uh money? Well, this is $5 each week. Oh, that's right. That's it's the uh it's the letter game that it built up. That's correct. I've written down my uh my bet is in. My bet is in. Lost a pen. I had a pen right on my desk seconds ago, and now that pen is MIA. That stands for missing in action. This is tricky because Jimmy and I each know a fair amount about a very specific area of sports, but then also have huge blind spots in other areas of sports. And then it also have, the answer could be Abraham Lincoln. Right. Yes. Good point. Good point. I have huge even even when it comes to baseball, I have huge blind spots. So I mean, I, I I gave Oliver twenty bucks to write a question about LAFC, so hopefully this will work out. Pays <laughs> off for you. Uh, all right, well, let's go around the horn. Everybody's got their bed in. Let's say a little. Uh, well, let me read the question first. My apologies. Uh, here's a question. Uh, oh my God! I I'm not. I I have to have a conversation with him uh, about his uh, what sport. Has a regulation size court of 41 feet by 13 feet. What court is 41 feet by 13 feet? What sport has a regulation size court 
of 41 by 13. Oh, yikes. 41 hmm. by 13. Wow, that is Here's a, a guess. Uh, that is my, my apartment is 13 feet wide. Thank you for that information. That'll help us. Boy. Well, it's, well, just, it's, it's interesting because I can visualize that part of it. What sport do you play in there? <laughs> yeah. Well, remember we, do, we, we did those, uh, that, uh, the sport-themed uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. opening. That's yeah. Right. I guarantee it's not that. Um, all right. Well, let me check. Uh, everybody write their answer down. I'll check. I'll go around the horn and check in with everybody. Get a quick hello uh, before we uh, hand this off to the PCAT segment. Uh, we say hello to uh, the Pop Culture East. There he is right there. I assume he's in Van Nuys, California. Who can't tell by the background today. That is Garen Cockrell. Hi, Garen. Hello, sir. How are you? Now, Garen, on the last episode, I alluded to it on the last Players Club, but let's let the uh, free listener in on what's going on. You are moving back to Michigan. Uh, yes. And do you have, uh, do you have any, uh, an estimated date of departure? Uh, we are looking at uh, October 20th, so next week. Tuesday, October 20th. Yep. You're uh, heading back, and you're going to be flying back, and the movers are taking the truck back. Is that correct? Uh, it looks like we are taking a U-Haul all of a sudden. Oh. Everybody's in the U-Haul. Yeah, it's going to be... Oh. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it, you're like Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll see. If they Who's don't fit, we're going to have to fly them, but my friend Eric's going to drive. So it's you and Eric and the dogs in the yep. U-Haul. Yes. Wow. I actually, I'm, I'm kind of happy about that because I was worried about your dogs. Honestly. I was too. Yeah, but I now I'm worried about Garen. <laughs> There's I'm no way that guy doesn't get dogs. pushed the down dogs in a U-Haul. I know, right? And Eric. Eric doesn't have anything to offer in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get beat up in New, uh, New Mexico. They're done. It'll be, a, it'll be a fun trip, I think. If you like getting your ass kicked, because I see you guys get your ass kicked every time you cross the state line. Oh, here they, here's those two guys with their dogs. Hey, they're coming. And then they got a couple hours to prep, and then they're waiting for you at the line to kick your ass. Uh, that's a, Boys, driving a U-Haul cross-country scares the hell out of me. That seems like a lot of steering wheel. Well, we did it when I moved out here. My cousin and I did it, and we had a 25-foot truck. Whoa. So this one's going to be 15 feet. Okay. So it's not going to be, hopefully, not too did bad. You, did you play any uh, particular sport in the back of that truck? <laughs> <laughs> Are you, uh, Garrett, and uh, we can certainly get more details as we, as we get closer, but... Uh, um, are you going to be stopping at hotels and stuff along the way, or do you think you're just uh, going to try to? I guess if it's just Eric driving, you're going to have to. Yeah, right? I think we're going to we're going to try to make it to Texas the first day. I think um, I don't know if we're going to find a place to crash there or just grab a hotel. Um, but I think we're going to try to make it in like three days. We're supposed to. We think we're going to be there by the twenty fourth. Guaranteed. Which I seems may, like four days. As a reminder, be very careful when you get to Texas. First of all, everything's bigger there. Yeah, uh, they warn you. The second thing you get there, don't mess with them. Nope. And of course, you got to run that obstacle course with my exes. So you, uh, you, you got a lot going on if you get to Texas. So be careful. They probably will, know your face this. because they've they've tracked Jimmy's career since oh, yeah. the breakups. No question. And so they know that you are associated with him, and that does not bode well for you. Oh no! In fact, I think it hurts him. Absolutely. Yeah, I can see how it would. So be careful. Be very careful, Garen. You got it. Uh, all right, Garrett, give me your answer here for the uh, trivia question. What sport has a regulation size court of 41 feet by 13 feet? I keep, I literally keep changing my answer back and forth. I'm going to go with racquetball. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know why we're all quiet. It, that's as good of an answer as any other court. I was I, waiting I, for you to say something because you're the host. <laughs> I, 
I was ra- I was rattled by it. Yeah, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to make of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, rac- racquetball does racquetball have a have? Uh, um, do the rackets have netting or are they solid? They're solid. Like solid. Well, they, they got they got a netting aspect. No, no, ra- yeah, racquetball. Yeah, it's uh, not a paddle ball. Yeah, ah, it's, right. It's not okay. paddle ball. Yeah, it's it's a it looks like a tennis. It's like a small tennis racket with uh with uh yeah, it's like shorter and smaller. You know, when I was a little boy, my dad uh, bought a couple of racquetball rackets for my brother and I to use as tennis rackets because they were easier to control. And one time we were out on the tennis courts, and the older kids at the court next to us made started making fun of my brother and I for having uh, the wrong rackets. And then my dad, uh, one of the few times I ever saw my dad lose his temper and had to go over and explain to these kids that uh, why we were using these smaller rackets and why it made sense. And more importantly, mind your own goddamn business. <laughs> and uh, but it did make me because I was not aware of that. That was the case. I just thought they were a smaller tennis racket for us. Right. But it then made me self-conscious every right. time we went out to play. And I knew that that's what my dad was really more mad about was that mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah, uh, but he was not wrong, by the way. It got me to learn how to play tennis better because I didn't have to worry about this oversized racket. And yeah, I think I, I think I did the same thing. I think my dad had a, an old racquetball racket that I used when I started playing tennis. Um, makes sense. I mean, back then, I don't think they made or if they did, maybe they weren't as readily available like children size rackets the way like now you get that anywhere. It's like right. $30. It's no big deal. Uh, but in those days, either either they didn't make it or we could we certainly could not afford it. And so, yeah. my dad had these you know racquetball rackets. That's what we used. And mm-hmm. and again, it was fine. We went yeah. out and we had a great time. Nobody cared. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sammy Sosa used to use a uh, a cut uh, cut in half milk carton as a glove. So uh, you know, you use what you have. Is my mm-hmm. point. And he went on to be a I guess a, a very good ball player. He did, and a cheater. Uh, he did have that corked bat, and uh, they, there's still no proof that he used steroids, other really? than the fact that it's very, very obvious that he did. That, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that was up for debate. It seemed pretty. I thought that was a settled case. Has he ever? He, he's, he's never he never admitted though. to it, and apparently he is not one of the people that there's evidence of. Or huh. he might be in that one report that some people find to be a little loosey goosey. Huh. Um, okay. But there's no question. Garen can't take this Sammy Sosa talk, and I don't blame him. He said racquetball, and then he disappeared like a ghost. You know what? Uh, okay, he's going to be right back. Uh, all right, well, let's check in with Elliot Hochberg right there, the uh, hello, uh, park, the hero of Parkastathon, <laughs> the uh, the hardworking behind-the-scenes gentleman, did a great job. Thank you. Uh, very, uh, very impressed, very proud of you. Um, did you get a lot of sleep the next day, uh, Elliot? Uh, I did, although I will, I will tell you that um, I sort of had a freak-out. Uh, not about Parcastathon, but um, uh, so I had read a story that said that uh, you've got to make sure that your uh, signature on your ballot matches what they have on the record. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I had, in the same story, it basically said, well, they usually just use your uh, driver's license uh, signature. And so I'm like, oh, great, I'll just match what I have on my driver's license. But um, uh, somebody pointed out something, and I read a bunch of stuff, and it turns out that that's not necessarily true in California that it's the driver's license signature from whenever you registered, or it could actually be, for me, my signature from 1988. Oh, no. And I have no idea which one it is or what that is or whatever. So I was freaking out, and I was like, I'm, I'm, my vote's not going to count. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I really legitimately lost it. <laughs> and so 
But then someone reminded me and then I searched as well. And in California, we have a thing where you can sign up for alerts and it will tell you like right now the alert confirmed that my ballot has been sent. So I should have mm -hmm. received it, which I have. Uh, so I can follow it along the way. And if there's any problems, they will text you. In fact, just as we as we were trying to start and I was messing with my computer because I was having problems, I also got like a, an auto call from because I'd signed up for that yesterday. I got an auto call reminding me, confirming that I'd signed up for the service. So, so there you go. Hmm. Um, I don't trust any of it. My president tells me that the mail-in ballot thing is uh, there could be a lot of uh, ditches, problems. ditches, ravines. Jesus Christ. I couldn't even form a sentence. I just uh, literally could not think of a single word to finish that sentence. Um, so I'm just I'm going to go down to the poll. I'm going to do it uh, right there in person, and uh, because I don't tr I don't trust this mail. I think we're we're opening ourselves up for a lot of problems, man. I think a lot of people are going to cheat. There's been zero to almost no evidence over the 200 plus years this country's been around that that happens. But uh, this is the year, man. <laughs> I did hear that in in. Uh just here locally i think even people people have found they've they've put someone's been putting out fake yes. boxes for people to put their ballot in no yes yeah and i don't know wow. like i don't know who they're trying to i heard one of them was at a church so that would maybe argue for it's a left-leaning uh person trying to get churchgoers to put their Republican oh, no. vote ballots into a fake thing and go. No, man, it's river. double blind, man. It's a it's a Republican who wants you to think that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. But there's, I thought there's... there was something that already pointed in the direction of a Republican doing it. I thought there was some giveaway on that. Is there not? Did I misread something? No, I mean, I think there's been multiple cases, so it's possible that both are true. I, I will say that 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 is a more plausible. The one thing that's that's always convinced me on each of the conversations that that everyone's had where they've challenged the idea that the vote that like nobody is going through and and hand signing a thousand fake ballots to get those votes counted. There's 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 no way that you could do that effectively. But that strategy that Matt just described that's easy. Well, right. it and it seemed like inevitable that if in a year where they're putting these boxes out for you to deliver. Uh, to, to put your ballot in that someone was going to try to mess with that. But hopefully everybody understands that you, you check for, you know, make sure that you're dropping it off at an official location and uh, that it's, and do what you're doing, Elliot, at least in California, which you can do is track it so that you know yeah. that it got received. Was yeah. it ballot tracks or something. What, what, what's the name of that uh, uh, system? I, I, I cannot have my browser up right now, so I do not recall. But if you okay. look up California ballot tracking, it'll get you there. Great. Well, we wish you a lot of luck with it. Uh, it sounds like that ballot. Uh, I, I think, and I could be wrong. I believe your vote will make the difference. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the other thing is that I'm, I'm sitting here in California going. Eh. Doesn't matter, man. Your vote counts as much as anybody else's. That's, uh, well, your, here's your, here's where it counts is like all of the what are the the measures and everything. the down ballot. Yeah. yeah. Ballot ballot net guys. What is it? Ballottracks.net. Ballottracks.net. Yes. With an X. With an X. Is that with an X? Yes. Sounds sir. like it's with an X, Jimmy. It's in Texas. Thank you. It's with well, an X. As Paul Stanley suggests, let's put the X in sex. Nope. Okay. It is the, uh, it's in the top two worst kiss songs of all time. <laughs> let's put the X in sex. And the other one on that album was uh, You Make Me Rock Hard, Baby.
Oh dear! Wow. But you know, it's talking about rocking and rolling, man. Is the is and the do, put the ex in sex? Is that about having sex with an ex girlfriend? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that, Matt. I'm more than happy to look it up for you. Please don't. Let's move on. <laughs> um, hang on, I'm looking it up. No, please, Elliot. What is your answer? What, nope. He, what he's court? not qualified for that. <laughs> the host has spoken. By the way, if you if you put into Google, let's put the. X and sex is the first thing that pops up. It's oh, the, wow. What? Uh, well, in your browser. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Guys, let me tell you this. I got a letter just the other day. She sent a picture, but she didn't sign her name. She wore high heels and little black lace. I knew her body, but I couldn't see her face. She didn't leave a number, not an address or a clue, but something in that photograph reminded me of you, baby. Let's put the X in sex. Love's like a muscle, and you make me want to flex. <laughs> So so let's 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 disgusting. So this this gentleman yeah has received a letter with a photograph in it one presumes. Yes. And doesn't actually know who it is, but no. thinks it might be the person who he's now communicating with. Well, he recognizes the body. But he just said it just reminded me of you. So oh, he's yeah, not yeah. saying this is you. He's just saying it may or may not be you, but want to fuck <laughs> i will I, I will tell you this i have closed the browser so i can't follow up on this i'm guessing we have more clues as to who this is as you the song goes in on. verse two they maybe go into what so. happens next yeah uh, but again I, I closed it for well, everyone's benefit we'll all look it up on our own time sure yeah, sure uh all right elliot uh, please now uh what sport do you think has a regulation size court of uh 41 by 13 so so the video uh, the video fan will have noticed that i kept looking this way because I'm, I'm estimating, it's, it's really very close to the size of my apartment. My apartment is 13 by 39. Uh-huh. So it's very close. I have written down five things, but here's what I've landed on. Badminton. I think it's badminton. That was my, that was my first thought. I think that's a good guess. I, I think, think it's that's a good, a good guess, too. Guess. But uh, just to, to speed this along, mm-hmm. the reason why I didn't say anything to Garen's is because when Garen gave his answer, I immediately went... Are we going to have to get into what the difference between uh, racquetball and squash is? Because I said squash. Boy, we squash may have court. to. Do they? Do they? They, they, they kind of share the same court, don't they? I think like they the, share, yeah. So, in technically, maybe both are correct. I do think you play both on the same. Sort yeah, of racquetball the same, the same slash area. squash. Maybe even handball in this case, uh, depending on the the sports uh, club be. you're going to. Could be. Not, not the outdoor, but I'm sure that they have a, I'm sure handball has a regulation and it's like, well, this isn't a regulation, but you can use the racquetball court. Yeah. Right. I, but I've never seen a regulation badminton court in person. I've only seen it on television. So it sounds like it could be right. And it's definitely seems like something that Oliver <laughs> would have stumbled on. I don't know why I think so, that, but it's a so sport. squash and racquetball are in the same court. Okay. Uh, well, so the racket tie, that's then. different squash there's no bounce before you hit the ball whereas in racquetball the ball must bounce once before striking it okay wait so you're saying that in squash i i I hit it off the wall and and you would have to hit it on a fly yeah so you got to keep the ball afloat that seems crazy that seems crazy there's no bounce before hitting the ball before service whatever that oh just on the serve just that just means that you don't bounce and then serve you would you would throw it up like in tennis yeah okay so it's like that i still huh. think they have different rackets too though i don't know why i think that i thought they did too maybe uh maybe that's got a uh a less stringed sort of pal uh, uh racket. Hmm. i don't know anything about squash 
Except that you would hear about it. Uh, Mr. Brady would go play with his other architect friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, my my guess, by the way, and this is a, not a good guess, is bocce ball. Bocce ball is my uh, is my hmm. guess. Uh, but I think that's too wide. I think bocce ball is probably a seven foot wide thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Unless yeah, you're talking about the, I don't know, maybe the regulation one is two side by side. So maybe, I don't know. I, I did think about volleyball as well, of course. But I that think was my other, like that's 20 the other one. feet, isn't it? What is? Isn't the width of a, of a volleyball net like 20 feet? Well, I don't know, but I know I crossed it out. <laughs> yeah, so did I. I also, uh, I, had, I had high lie, but I think high lie is a lot longer than that. Mm. It's also a uh, very high is a good guess. Puzzle. Mm. Oh, I just, uh, all right, here we I go. just had another guess. Here's your, I, th- I actually think high lie is a better guess than any of ours. Well, let's find out together. Cricket's you know, bigger. Cricket's, cricket's a, a whole bigger. field, man. My, yeah. my son hates England, so there's no way. <laughs> hey, I'm not kidding. Yeah? A very rare Jimmy Pardo win. I got it. It's bocce? bocce ball? It's bocce ball. Oh, wow. my God. It's bocce ball. Well That's done, amazing. sir. I've never been more excited in my entire life. I'm not kidding. <laughs> That's crazy. Congrats. I'm not kidding. I got it. That's yeah, great. that's awesome. <laughs> I don't win this game. Does this I, make Does this make up for the White Sox losing? Holy shit! I'm thrilled. I'm literally oh, thrilled. I never win this effing game. <laughs> Wait, so now, do you need to know my points, Garen? Yeah. Oh, I, I went. I went all fifty. I went all fifty points. Well, it's twenty-five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What now? <laughs> I uh, I will be very very honest. It was only seven. I went with seven. Uh, ah. You like to pick the seven, which is why I picked six. Yeah, you're on to me. You are on to me. Uh, seven, here, here's full disclosure. 17 when I'm confident, seven when I'm not. <laughs> uh, ah, I got it. I can't wait to tell them. Nice. That's exciting. Nice work. Bocce ball. All right, is there any other piece of business we need to talk about before we uh, pass this off to the, uh, to the uh, recorded from Podcastathon 2020? No, just uh, go go by the download package if you want to hear or watch the whole thing. You can also uh, still donate. Uh, the, the donation link will still be on the front page of nevernotfunny.com. Uh, and uh, Smile Train thanks you. We thank you. And uh, yeah, let's do it again next year. Uh, and hey, Matt, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. You can also uh, contribute this year by purchasing past Podcastathon packages. The, those 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 will probably you know like, like we have a rolling thing because people you know those those purchases trickle in they may end up getting counted towards next year's total but okay. uh yes any anytime you buy any year package uh from uh podcast.com it uh it the proceeds benefits mile train all right well listen thank you again for everybody that donated to that thank you for listening to Never not funny thank you for supporting Never not funny thank you for uh, supporting Smile Train, thank you for uh, all that you do as a fan and listener of Never Not Funny. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is, Garen Cockrell. Uh, behind Video Village, that's Elliot Hopper, The Han Show, Matt Belknap. I'm Jimmy Pardo. Enjoy the selected cuts from Parcastathon 2020. We'll see you next time on the podcast, AK47, gone, not forgotten. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do we, we got? What we got? A hat, shirts. We got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy, all because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set a, uh, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So. 
kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. And That's I, uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earning. Earning. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let's let's go with your premise. Mm -hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're mis- <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earning. Get your money now. Um, let's bring our next guest into the mix. This is a joy. Uh, great friend of the show. has become a great friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, one of the, uh, the uh, benefits, although he did join us once at the... Uh, uh, he lives in New York, but we were lucky that he was in L.A. Right. on the weekend of Parkastathon a few yeah. years back. Uh, so he's joining us now. Please welcome friend of the show, great guy, terrific actor, Richard Kind. Please welcome Richard Kind. Hello, Richard Kind. How are you, sir? I am well, sir. How you doing? Good. It's so nice to see you and your smiley face. And look at you. You've got the you've got the COVID uh, facial hair going. That's right. I'm waiting for it to cover my mouth so I don't have to put on a mask. Smart. You know yes, what? I know it's going to grow down and then there'll just be a curtain of uh, of germ protectors. I grew this because, like you say, it's a COVID beard. But all of a sudden, I have a, a, a role that I think I want to use it for. 
Richard, I play a military scientist running away from the military and hiding out in the woods for years. Well, what better way? <laughs> right. You got the. So let me ask you a question about that. As a guy like myself, who's done a, the occasional guest starring role on a television uh, series, you you work on a regular basis. One of the best. Um, when you show up for a role like that and say, hey, I have this beer that I want to use for this role. Could they tell you we don't want you to use it and you have to shave it? You don't have a choice in the matter. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I, he already knows. I we did the we did a reading, a Zoom reading of the script three weeks ago. I had it and I said, listen, do you like it? He goes, yeah. However, I may have another job while we're shooting the movie. So I may have to not have the beard because I may have to go to the other thing. So I've got to ask them, do they want a beard? And now I have to ask my director, is it okay if I shave my beard? So uh, because you can't replace one because of continuity. So there you go. I'm going to tell you a neat story, though. There was a movie with Jason Patrick. Uh, Only You, I think it was called. Bonnie Hunt, Norman Jewison directed it. Jason Patrick, fantastically handsome guy, comes to the set with his head shaved. Director had no idea. Goes, what are you doing? And uh, they had to put a wig on him the whole time. Wow. And did he shave it because he thought that would be good for the role? Or was he just uh, shaved his head? Jimmy, Jimmy, why would you put me in that position? <laughs> you, could you why, why would you, when I have no facts, would you would you ask me why he did something? Listen, Richard, Richard I, like everybody else in the world, I, I've turned into a journalist <laughs> since March 13th. So I... Uh, <laughs> I actually follow up uh, on questions. Uh, Very good. Very good. How are you? Are you well? We're doing well. We're getting by like anybody else. Now, you and I had the pleasure. We we joined somebody. They were doing a a live stream uh, from. This was interesting, Matt. Uh, Richard and I were a guest together. Hello, Matt. Uh, There was a um, uh, apparently some uh, everything was closed in this one area of was it Rhode Island, Richard? Where was the place at that we. Remember the guy? There was the there was the one bar that the jukebox was was up and running. Yes. Okay. I'm listening to you. Going. Eventually, I will realize what you're talking about. Um, I I don't know where it is, but it was so neat that he would play. He would take requests, and you would have to pay for the request on the jukebox. And we I I don't know. Was it? I don't think it was as far as that. You think it was I don't New remember York? where it was? But uh, it wasn't it, Philadelphia, was it? I don't I think I, Philly, I, Philly, New Jersey, sort of Cherry Hill area, I believe. I'll take your word for it. You don't say no, Cherry Hill and we'll end. I know enough about that as I do of Jason Patrick and only you. Do <laughs> not take my word for it, please. I wouldn't trust you as far as I can throw me. And I can throw me better than anybody else. How could, How far, if you had to push, uh, come shove, Richard, how far could you throw yourself? I, well, I have, I have <laughs> I've tried to broad jump and uh, I'm not the best in the world. So what are we talking? Three feet? Yeah. And I'm old now. I'm old. I, I I leap like a like a West Side Story dancer. So I don't know. That's how far I can push myself. <laughs> I, by the way, Richard, there literally at minimum once a week. I think about this when you were on our show at uh, Sketchfest in San Francisco. I think yeah, it was 48 years ago. Oh my God! And first of all, how much fun did I have? How good are you at what you do? Well, Jeez, I will say it over and over and over again. You are so good. And then Oscar, who is so good when he's acting. And I had no idea how funny he was. Right. 
I've always known he's a nice guy, as nice as you, if I may say. And yet I had no idea. And you guys can be brutal. You guys are biting like a razor blade. You can be brutal and are so incisive and funny. God. And and you vassal with your mouth. Jesus. I, first of all, thank you. I was not setting you up for that, but I take all those compliments. I was about to compliment you. Great, great, great. That not a week goes by that when I'm on one of my morning walks that I think about uh, saying to you uh, when you were talking about being in Second City and I said to you, uh, and you were there with Klein and Steinberg and you just went, fuck you. And it was the timing on your part was so perfect that it literally tickles me at least once a week. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, we had, but we had fun. That was was that in January? It was January of 2020, believe it or not. I was just going to say that cannot possibly still be the same year that we're in now. That's I know, right? That was back when 2020 was decent and fun and we were having good times. Yes. And now we're on uh, this is what March 126th is today. Is that the <laughs> I believe it is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um crazy. What, um Richard, uh, I'm kind of bummed out my son Oliver is not here. My son Oliver loves uh, I'm going to get it wrong. Is it is it just called co-op, the thing you did for John Mulaney? Really? No, you got it right. He loves yeah. it, and he does a Richard Kind impression around the house oh, good. very good. often. And he, um, Why would he? First of all, how old is he? Uh, he's four years old, but he loves it, man. He really gets <laughs> it. I have a funny face with a big mouth. Uh, hey, no, he's, uh, he's 13 years old, uh-huh. and he gets he gets comedy. He gets it. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Um, there, there's a couple. It's a takeoff. First of all, Mulaney, just ride the coattails of that guy if you can. Because I'm trying, buddy. He is. Oh, he's he's special. He's special. He's uh, uh, hey, look, everybody loves him, so I don't have to sing his graces. But he did that for documentary. Now that's the series. I think it was this, the third season. Uh, it's so so funny. And have you seen the original version we of have. Company? thing has your son does he have any yes contact? so he so he knows exactly what it all is he yes. knows it because it's it's just a great takeoff the songs are great eli boland did the songs and he did the lyrics yeah it's so funny i got i get lucky and i'm glad i'm glad he likes it he also has probably seen sack lunch bunch uh yeah he of course saw sack lunch bunch my, yeah. my son's as i said my son's favorite podcast is tony thaxton's bizarre albums and again i host a podcast my son's favorite comic <laughs> is john mulaney and again i'm a stand-up comic so uh he's seen all of mulaney's stuff my son has a best friend the father he loves best is his best friend's father See? So <laughs> believe me i could take it to an extreme so you believe it. oh god he, he doesn't even know i act <laughs> <laughs> Richard, here's a fun piece of never not funny trivia for you. The very first piece of fan mail we got back in 2006 was from a young John Mulaney. Yeah. Wow. He was in college. That sort of makes me, that sort of makes me almost want to cry. That's it's so, it's that, crazy. That's great. That's great. And that, now that. he refuses to return any of my calls or emails. But he was our first. <laughs> well, has, he, has he been on the show? Ten years ago. Yeah. It's been a while. Okay. It's been a while. Okay, maybe he doesn't like it as much as he did in 2006. Yeah, you know what? He's grown up a little bit. He may have realized yeah. there's more out there than just oh, yeah. Yes, it's sad what happens to adults. Yeah, you know, you're a kid, you're an innocent, but adulthood that'll bring yeah. that'll bring you know, you know uh, a critic, critical thinking. Um, I'm, I'm sure he loves it, and uh, maybe ask him again. I, uh, you know what? I will. I will ask him for the fourth thousand time this year. <laughs> see what he says. Uh, <laughs> 
Rich, what uh, what what is a what's a Richie kind doing during this? Are you do you go on walks? Do you take a bicycle ride? What are you doing to kill the time when you're not busy between these forty right. jobs? I, I, when I first started out, uh, the the whole family went to live elsewhere. I stayed in New York because I had just come from L.A., where I had been very non-social distancing, having no idea. I went to a, a charity event for a weekend playing golf, you know, and stuff like that. I must have shaken 2,000 hands, hugged, kissed. Well, I'm going to get it. And we were all laughing when we were doing this. Ah, you're like, okay, I want to hug you, but I'll do this. Hey, give me an elbow. Ha, ha, ha. Then I went and I did an episode of The Goldberg. So I'm on set for a week. And then I hear about COVID and I say, I was wanted to leave on Saturday so that I could play golf Friday and Saturday and take the red eye. Uh, Thursday, I said, I better get home. I got home that night and stayed in my apartment for five weeks. Oh, my God. And because we had no idea what quarantine really was, I just said, I'll quarantine so that the law be safe. Five weeks. It was heaven. My son's in the other room. It was wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Um, I, I worked out a lot in ways I believe it or not. I work out a lot lifting weights, mm -hmm. I no weight. I suckingly gain no tone, but I get stronger. Okay. Uh, here I could only do stuff inside the house, which involved aerobics and things like that. Lost weight, uh, uh, was probably healthier than I've ever been. And so I did that. I ate well. I, the only time I went out was to go shopping and I would just shop for salads and what would go with tuna in a salad or whatever. I ate very well. Instapot. I, my favorite thing in the world is the, my Instapot. Then finally, um, uh, I, we all got together. We, we stayed in, we have a small place in a place called Margate, New Jersey, which is the Jersey Shore. Stayed there until about mid-June, then came back here. And then uh, I traveled. I would go out to Margate. I had friends in the Hamptons, all socially distanced uh, because I trusted everybody. I didn't go wild. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I have golfed a lot. And all I've done is prove that I am the most miserable golfer. That's all I've done day after day. I practice, I go, I hit, I'm just, I used to be good. I'm not good anymore. And now uh, uh, today's Saturday. I'm, I, it's sort of shocking. Tomorrow I will be flying to LA. You're coming to Los, you're coming to Los Angeles tomorrow. Yes. I have work uh, for a couple of weeks and I may continually have work until Christmas or so. And I'm scared. Now, I just got to ask you that. Are you scared? Uh, now, I got to admit, I believe the surge will come for a couple. I just burped That's for right. a couple of reasons. All humans. Yes. I, yes. And uh, I believe it will come because our guard is down, because we've got people who are tired of all this and it's going to get worse. And wintertime does not allow for social distancing and you're in confined areas inside. People are going to go to restaurants anyway. We can't sit outside. It's going to it's freezing. You know, in L.A., of course, they will. But, um, you know, Wyoming, they, you, you can't social distance as well yeah. in the winter. And I believe uh, be, like we had it during the Spanish flu and because the doctors have said it probably will. Shockingly, here's what I want to tell Donald Trump. I'm listening. If you work out and lift weights, you're going to be stronger, right? I'm sure that Donald Trump works out, but he's not. The, somebody who lifts weights will be stronger. If somebody goes to school and practices piano seven hours a day, they're going to be a better piano player than Donald Trump.
Well, if somebody goes to Stanford or MIT or Harvard or whatever and studies, uh, what is it, epidemiology, they're going to be smarter than Donald No matter how much Donald Trump knows, they're going to be smarter. It comes with the territory. So, Mr. Trump, idiot, acknowledge that somebody might be smarter and take that person's advice. But he does I, it right now. Right now, isn't he having a, a, a virusathon? I, I believe. I think he's every. I think he's trying to compete with us by having a virusathon <laughs> at the. Uh, at the and, White House. And, I, and I saw them screaming, "We love you! We love you!" That does more than the steroids or the uh, recidivin or whatever he's taking. You're right. Red uh, You know that'll keep him going until uh, seven o'clock tonight. Uh, Rich, uh, if I, if I can play devil's advocate for just a second, uh, go ahead, love just, it. Just play the other side. Uh, by your own admission, you've been playing more golf than ever, and you're not improving. So, does that <laughs> really? Some, but I, I, sometimes I can. I know because you know why. Why I'm not improving is because golf is difficult, and what I'm trying to do is do it correctly. And I am not enough of an athlete to 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 do it if if i can tell you i used to hit the ball like this so so my but you want to hit the ball like this yeah you want to go flush yeah it's very difficult for me to get there especially after doing it for 20 years the other way rich I, and again if i could play devil's advocate a second time i just yeah. pulled up your wikipedia page and you say you're not an athlete it says here that you've got the, the world record in broad jumping <laughs> so uh well that was two years ago uh, well, it doesn't. It doesn't have the date. I assume you're oh, just last. No, week. no, no. It was two years ago. Oh, I okay, fine. I, again, Please. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, oh no, no, I no. Wikipedia. Age does horrible things. You lose records like that. It's sad. Uh, it is sad. <laughs> uh, hey, Rich. Thank you so much for joining us, Jimmy. That you do this every year. That you do this in the first place. It's a wonderful thing. I wouldn't miss it. And because I love you, anything for you. you and I mean. The- I, I, boy, I, I cannot tell you how much that means to me, sincerely. Yeah, but I uh, proved it, too. Anything for you. Uh, I know it. And you mean the world to me. And so you, you. I appreciate your kind words. And I appreciate you taking time out of your day. And sadly, we won't be able to see you when you visit us in uh, L.A., but hopefully soon we'll get to be in person. Yes. Give your son my best and thank him. I will. And, uh, bye-bye over there. And uh, Jimmy, thank you. You're back. Bye, Rich. Bye-bye. Rich Kind, guys. The great Richard Kind. Our next guest. I want to say is in the Midwest as we speak, Matt. Uh, but I believe this is her first appearance on a podcast of on as well. We are thrilled that she's joining us. Please welcome another person that brightens the room. Nikki Glazer, folks. Please welcome Nikki Glazer. Oh, Nikki, you're, you're you're muted. Nikki, you're muted. Hello. Hello uh, to you. Nice to see you. Hi. Good to see you. Thanks we're, for having me. Uh, well, it's our pleasure to have you uh, join us. And uh, you've you've never done a podcastathon, right? We've done some uh, podcasts and stuff, but this is your first, right? This is my first. Seriously. I'm glad to be here. We're thrilled to have you here. And are you still in St. Louis, Nikki? I am, unfortunately. Yeah. The last time I talked to you guys, I was uh, living at home with my parents in St. Louis, and I'm I'm still. I still am. I don't you're know what's wrong with me. For safety. That's why you're doing it, right? For safety. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. People, um, yeah, I get, keep getting asked why um, I'm here because I'm successful and um, 36. They're like, why are you living with your parents? So um, I stopped seeing that therapist because I just, uh, I don't want to look inside myself and figure out what is wrong with me. But yeah, I'm just, 
I'm, I, I, I don't know. It's I was I was in between New York and L.A. right when uh, COVID hit. And I was kind of like, where am I going to move next? So I'm kind of just waiting to see um, if the fires go out or if, you know, uh, there's a vaccine. I don't know. Everywhere seems terrible. If there's going to be a civil war, I'm kind of just like waiting for all of that to a civil war. Is St. Louis the best spot for that? It seems like you'd be caught right in the middle of it there. Yeah, but um, I feel like my at least here I have someone I'm living with someone who will like defend me and die first, like trying to protect me. But like, I, I don't I don't have I need to have like a husband or something. I need a family mm-hmm. um, and I don't have that. But like my dad's here and he'll he'll defend me, I guess. He's old. Um, Does but, your yeah. father have a gun? Does your dad have a firearm there in the house? Um, no, he has like a, a thing that he hits. He kills flies with that shoots little salt pellets. But that's about it. No, we don't. We don't have guns, but we're, we're looking into it. How deadly accurate is his aim that he could shoot it like <laughs> that? At a, at a I don't fly? know. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. My mom won't let him use it. Oh, wow. I've never even heard of this device. It's a, yeah. Salt pel- uh, pellet pack that shoots out of it? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. My dad's obsessed with it, but my mom will not. I haven't even seen it. He's been talking about it for six months, but he's he loves it. And uh, apparently it's like a really fun toy that you can shoot uh, flies and kill them. And like like it, it works, and, but it gets salt all over the house and it stains the furniture, EJ. And so I don't get to see it. <laughs> yeah, that's like an indoor toy. That sounds like an outdoor toy. Yeah, yeah. I how many flies has he hit with it? Has he has he ever had success with it? Uh, yeah, I think he has. I mean, he, when I first moved home, he was like, "You've got to see my gun," and um, and he was so excited about it. But like, honestly, my mom like hit it. I think. I, but he he t- apparently it's really fun, and you can you do have accuracy with it. You can kill flies. He how? he's pro- he could probably tell us he's in the next room. It well, that's up to you if you want to bring your dad into this mess. I, dad. Uh, Okay, here we go. Mr. Glazer's going to be here in a little bit. Dad, he is such, yeah, he's like, he's a, he loves this stuff. He's been on like every show with me. Is this Edward James? Yes, this uh, Edward John. You know, I was almost like <laughs> Edward James. Almost. It was Edward John. <laughs> I got so close. Uh, yeah. Nikki, so your dad is, is he joining us? I don't know. I can't tell. Hold on. I, one don't, I don't want to scream. It. Hey, dad. <laughs> Come here. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take off the headphones, so you might have. Um, this is uh, Jimmy Pardo and, and Matt Belknap. Hey, Jimmy. Um, here, look. Yeah. EJ, so, let's see. Uh, 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 EJ, how are you? You immediately grabbed the guitar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have, you don't have to play a song, sir. Hi. <laughs> uh, how are you? So walk walk us through this fly gun that uh, Nikki's been talking uh, telling us about. How accurate is it? And how many flies have you hit? Oh, it's very accurate, and uh, it's called Bug Assault, which is kind of a cool name. You load it with Martin Salt, and it shoots a spray like a shotgun. And uh, I'm not really that good a shot. I just wing a lot of them. Yeah. And, but but you, you've had success. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's deadly accurate. In fact, now they make them with a laser pointer. And uh, it's, very, it's a lot of fun. It's my I new have, hobby. I just told a story the other day, and story is a strong word on this, EJ, about how I had a lock a fly into a small bathroom and, and took me 12 minutes to hit it with a magazine and you're shooting from across with with a with a with a laser you would love this thing uh, mine doesn't have a laser pointer but when, when my wife gave it to me for christmas she said now i don't want you to to use this inside the house so i'm like what, what i'm supposed to go outside and hunt flies in the outdoors <laughs> that makes no sense at all that's a, right the, the flies belong outside ej and i don't want you killing the fly uh, but no, I have a uh, little in my trophy room. I have a lot of flies mounted on the wall. I would imagine. 
what uh, EJ, was there any conversation from the uh, Democratic Party? Did they contact you at all about the debate the other night uh, when the uh, fly was uh, in- interrupted? The <laughs> no, but I wish I would have had that bug assault rifle then, boy. That would have been. You know, I would imagine. Been, I could have picked him clean. He wouldn't even noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't notice it as it was happening. So I can imagine how great you would have been. Uh, EJ, what do you? Uh, how do you practice with this gun? Do you line up bottles outside? Do you line up little uh, like those fake ice cubes with a fly in it? What do you do? Well, I can tell you, you practice on various bugs, but uh, I can tell you one thing. Yes. On, on wet wasps, it just pisses them off. So Hanks don't. The wasp. It, just, it doesn't work on wasps at all. It just get, it gets them really mad. But now, uh, other little, little, you know, tiny little bugs. We have a river cabin, and in the spring, and the, the screens are leaky, and the bugs that come in are just incredible. So I get a lot of practice. But every friend of mine that I've shown this to has gone crazy about it, and everybody's it. bought one. I hear it stains the furniture. Is there any truth to that? <laughs> Don't tell my wife that. No, it doesn't do a damn thing. I, well, that's not what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, listen, that sounds fantastic. And, and where's it right now? I, I hear it may be locked up. Is that uh, yeah, accurate? Where is it? Why haven't I seen that? Well, thing? it's at the cabin. Oh. But, there the is cabin. The, but, Jimmy, there is one in the house, and you're right. My wife has hidden it. <laughs> you, you know why? He, he hides it because it stains the furniture. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... Hey, it's all it's it's all sporting fun, and it's uh, you know it, you got somebody's got to take care of these flies. Well, I appreciate you taking the hit for the rest of us. I know uh, <laughs> St. Louis is also where that couple uh, went out on their driveway with their guns to uh, scare the protesters <laughs> off. So, uh, if you're a fly or an African American, stay out of St. Louis. That's what I'm learning from this conversation. <laughs> It'd be great to see them with bug assault rifles. Uh, God, if I was in charge of marketing for that company, that's what I would do right now. <laughs> I think that'd be smart, or, or or at least get them in handcuffs. How about that? Let's uh, let's go that route with it. Uh, hey, Jimmy, I've been on Conan twice. I've seen you warm up the crowd. You do great. I've seen you on t- television, of course, a hell of a lot. Too. Well, thank you, EJ. I've, I've been at Conan, I said. Oh, okay, okay. Did yeah. I say on? I think you're just like, you think you've been on at this point. Uh, uh, Nikki, what you don't know is that your father has, he and I do an act, and we've gone on Conan twice now, and uh, we do this whole fly swatter routine, and people seem to love it. Yeah. It's going to be big. Keep it All up. Right. EJ, scram. Let me talk to your daughter. Hey, thanks a bunch. Uh, you thanks, guys. EJ Glazer, <laughs> everybody. Good to have you. St. Louis is on. Yeah, uh, yeah. We went on the road together. I took him out on the road with me. He's like a part of my act now. Uh, and you were just in, you were just at our buddy uh, Jared's club. You were just in Bloomington, right, for their anniversary yeah. show. Yeah, I was doing um, I was just doing some shows out there and uh, performing in, in a mask. I've been doing clubs because in the Midwest, um, their like rooms are open, you know, and and they're funny bones and improvs. Like people are working clubs, which is I didn't even know, and um, which feels crazy. But and I've been some in some of the rooms, and I um, I just go up with a mask on, and it's so weird. You and wear the mask the entire set. The entire set. Good for an, you. An hour. And um, it's really, it's it's hard, you know, like, it, but if you don't do well, you can just go, oh, it's because I had a mask on. And, you know, it protects you from any kind of, um, yeah, t- having to, like, look at yourself and, and maybe realize that you're not as good as you were in February. Uh, and it's like, it's and it's like, it's like working out with, like, a, um, a weighted vest, you know, like, I'll be better because of it. You got, you're just, like, a lot more animated. But the problem is people that are going to clubs right now, um, you know, you it's not, not the rules, right? It maybe isn't my my crowd, but it, yes, that's a great point. That's you know a, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Even, in, even in Bloomington, 
no bloomington actually was cool because they were they they were obeying the rules and they then that club is just like such great comedy fans and they really were like doing a really diligent job about making it run safely but i'm in st louis i'm going up with the funny bone uh here and i just like run on stage with a mask and i run the hell out they're all just you know drunk and and their masks are like loose across their face or there's the guy with the don't you hate the guy that forgets his mask and just yes. t-shirts it you're just like go home no one even though this is the same as a mask let's be honest with ourselves like right. they're all just like little they're just little t-shirts but like you just feel so gross when you're just like oh like i would rather just go home than walk in a store like that I, 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 it happened at the post office the other day and I, I saw the guy coming and I was like, I'm going to wait for that guy to go in and go out. Even though to your point, it's the same it's as a mask, same. It's, but, it, but it's like, it just looks gross. And I, and I actually build a whole backstory too, that I hate the guy instead of it just going, well, maybe he's just like you and forgot his mask and lives yeah. 20 minutes away and doesn't want to deal with all the hassle of going home. But in my head, it's like, look at this asshole. It has no respect for other people. Doesn't yep. care about the COVID you prick, yep. but yeah. I, I do that too. Just project so much stuff onto onto them and get so mad. But yeah, it's um, it's 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 weird out here. But I'm in St. Louis and it's like it is a it's different. I don't know how it is in L.A. Really, I haven't been there for a while. But um, just it's you know people are really easy about it here. I mean, you just wear a mask and I, they're taking it seriously. And I don't I don't really check the numbers, so I'm in denial of it. But the fact that there's cl- like a comedy club open is so insane. Yeah, I. I agree yeah. with you. And, right? uh, but I'm, but I'm, I'm not advertising it. I'm like this. I am not. I don't want anyone to like come out because they're like, you said you were going to be there. I'm just like showing up and running in and running out. But um, it's it's hard. It's hard not to, I guess. I probably shouldn't be doing stand up, but I can't. I can't help it. It's in your bones, isn't it, Nikki? It well, you know, oh, I'm competitive. And you see, I love the beginning of COVID because no one could do stand-up. And you're like, oh, good, everyone's getting bad. But now people are out there doing it. And I'm like, oh, I got to stay good. You'll, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll, you'll I'll be work. fine. You've been doing it long enough. Now, listen, let's talk about you. That You did fly back to L.A. because you filled in for Jimmy Kimmel for a few shows, right? Yeah. How was, was uh, One f- show, yeah. Oh, just one? Yeah. Uh, I think Sarah Cooper got so. two, but good luck to you. <laughs> um, what... Um, I don't know how many Sarah Cooper got. She uh, she's the one that does that lip sync uh, to Trump stuff, and uh, yeah, a lot of people are um, annoyed that she got a special because they're just like, who's this girl? But I'm like, anyone who watches has to watch that much footage of him, and like, because to memorize, have you ever tried to do a lip sync video where you're trying to do their like yes. it's not just like singing that's much easier to lip sync talking you have to study it over and over i did one for tiktok that was just like a kardashian lip sync it was so hard to do to mimic someone else's speech so i'm sarah cooper's put in long hours listening to him so i'm like give her everything that everything? is like that seems like yeah. a lot <laughs> yeah i don't care what she, like i could never do that i know most people like to listen to him that much i can't even listen i can't even watch her videos because i can't stand his voice uh, but you know what I, i've turned that corner too with her videos it's like i don't i don't need to hear him yeah uh, more than i'm already hearing him i can't even enjoy making fun of him it's just um it's it's beyond that point for me but I, uh, i've gotten to that i may unsubscribe to his podcast i may <laughs> stop listening to it because, no jimmy no oh no. it's great uh give it a few more months it's fun he, he plays games on there oh you're, you'd enjoy the heck out of it matt if you haven't listened yeah. to Donald <laughs> by the way when he leaves office what is it a week and a half before he has a podcast what do we, what do we give him oh my god fucking network he's he's you know he's gonna have everything I love that you're talking like that. Oh. I think he's going to go to prison. But anyway, Nikki, 
Uh, was that fun doing the, the Jimmy Kimmel program? Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, it was like so easy. You know, when you do these shows, it's just there's there's so much work that go. It just feels bigger than it is when you're backstage and there's people running around. And it just there's always so big and they feels like so much work. But I, it was shot in this like a like this empty house. There were like five crew there. I was just like in a uh, my my green room was just like the pool cabana i was alone it was just like so it's nice that it's just so low production there's literally me and the guy with the camera in the room filming the monologue and i like these shows i don't i'm tired of like audience feedback like not i like i obviously like like applause and everything but watching these shows and the people they clap too much they laughed the clapping i can't stand and so it's nice to watch monologues or um just you know even watching like Bill Maher is now back in studio and they're just clapping so much. And I'm like, half of this is clapping and I just want to push the 30 seconds ahead thing. Right. Because now I'm more used to just people without just being able to talk without an audience. So I liked that aspect of it, even though it was very awkward to not have laughter. Very, very weird. And there's no way to make it not look weird. You, it's always going to look like you're bombing. Um, and there's really no way around it. So, um, it, but it was really fun. And, uh, I like, but it was, and it was just like easy. I don't know. It's, it was, it, I, I also like, don't, I realize now that this stuff doesn't matter as much and I'm not, everything's riding on it. And if it all goes away, like, okay, it's, let's say that was like my audition to take over for Jimmy Kimmel someday. And I, I usually I'd like put everything on that. And I just was like, just do a good job, have fun. And I, I truly was able to get to that place instead of putting so much on it. Because if I, if all my dreams in my career don't come true, um, I think that's actually going to I'll be OK. Like I live at home with my parents in St. Louis. I'm happy right now. Like if this is as good as it gets, I'm good. Yeah. Nick, I want to remind you, you're 36 years old and living with your parents. Do you really want to say this as loudly as you are? That's a really good point. OK, yeah. um, I uh, it, I really Jimmy. Uh, if You're Jimmy welcome. Kimmel is watching, um, <laughs> I would like to take over and I need it. And uh, yeah, I, I do have dreams and um, uh, my career is everything. I would recommend pushing him down some stairs. That's my suggestion <laughs> for you. Yeah. With Jimmy Kimmel. He's not he's not very uh, good on steps from what I understand. So I, I would push him down. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like I don't know. I, I don't you feel that way. That's just now that things have changed. Like you just are refocused on like what is important. And well, yes, 100. percent. Well, Hollywood made that decision for me. So it's it's been uh, it's been real easy to not panic about things anymore. So uh, I'm in great shape. I'm living with my parents here. Uh, I, I consider my wife and son my parents. And uh, <laughs> it seems to be going well. Uh, Nikki, we have to say goodbye to you, sadly. Oh my gosh, this flew by. This is going to be weird, though. Will you do me a favor? I have an opening uh, at six fifteen. Can you get your dad my email to him so that he could? I'd like to have your dad back later in the show. It's amazing. I, I know he really showed me up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Nikki. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye, bye, Nikki Glazer, everybody. The great Nikki Glazer. Uh, but right now, as I mentioned, uh, we got some great music coming to us. I want to say from Austin, Texas. I could be wrong about the location. We'll find out. Uh, it's our great friend, Rebecca Lobey, everybody. Rebecca Lobey. Hi. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm, I ple- I'm, being, I'm being told to hold. Uh, can I come? Uh, now we're back. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. Uh, boy, look at that smiley face, huh, Matt? We welcome that. On a, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, now, Rebecca, uh, Matt and I just had a bet. Uh, uh, he doesn't know this, but I bet that you're in Austin, Texas, and he said Nashville. Oh, no, you're right, Austin. Yeah, I, didn't, I win that bet. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, you said Nashville. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca, that uh, first of all, it's a joy to see you. It's been so long since we've seen you. It's been too long, um, right? Is it been? It's got to be. It's actually only been like a year and a half, but it feels like a decade. It, That's crazy. Uh, yeah, we were just talking with Richie Kind about it. By the way, I don't think he goes by Richie Kind, and I don't know if he appreciates me saying it that way. Uh, <laughs> that we saw him in January, and that seems like it was a decade ago. Yeah. So, uh, but you were last with us maybe about a year and a half ago. You think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just looked it up because I couldn't remember. Oh, so and uh, in the meantime, uh, is anything in the, I mean, other than COVID, of course, uh, I'm trying to remember, did you get engaged or married or am I conflating two different people? No, no, that's me. I got engaged. Um, wait, no, <laughs> I got engaged shortly after I last saw you, but you right. sensed it. You premonished it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think since then, I thought that you may you may have gotten engaged. I did. Um, although, you know, what's really funny is that I keep it all very quiet on social media because my partner's not on. He doesn't even have a YouTube account. He's just never been on social media, which I admire and respect very much. Oh um, so I keep it all pretty quiet online. So I guess this is my um, digital announcement. My, my apologies my if I, uh, if no, I blew my, this up. I don't care. I don't care. We were actually supposed to get married in September, but um, obviously the, the wedding didn't happen. Uh-huh. And we're going to run down to the courtyard courthouse sometime soon for the end of the year, get hitched, drink some champagne in the backyard and then throw a party once we're allowed to do that. That'll be, well, first of all, that'll be great. Will he blow any glass at that ceremony? Is that something that he'll do? (laughs) Do you keep records on this or is your memory just really that good? Rebecca, I've met one person in my life that knows a person that blows glass. You don't think I'm going to remember that one anecdote, that one (laughs) piece of information? (laughs) He hasn't been blowing glass for the past couple of years. He had a couple of injuries with it and and Mm. his his enthusiasm waned. I would Um, imagine. He still has the equipment. He might pick it up again at some point. But one of the he cut his hand pretty bad, and it was oh. not cute. So we're we're letting we're letting that one chill for until he gets the inspiration again. When you say he still has the equipment, does that include the man bun? Because I know he had one of those for a, a second and a half. <laughs> for the record, he invented the man bun. He's been rocking that shit since high school. Oh, I forgot to ask about language. I'm sorry. Apparently, we could do it. Apparently, that's how you hillbillies in Austin do it. You just come out with your filth mouth. It's for children. I'm so sorry. There's no children watching. <laughs> Not even sure there's adults Luckily. watching. <laughs> um, I was I was watching earlier, and I'm glad that I did. I joined in the chat on YouTube and saw a few of your guests, and I was so glad that I tuned in because it reminded me that I needed to caffeinate before oh. coming on here with you. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some strong caffeine to keep up with this. So well, you're gonna I'm trying. You're doing great. You're uh, and, and by the way, Matt and I did cocaine before the show, so. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. You may have caffeinated yourself. We we just did a bump off of a prostitute's ass, so it, it seemed to go well. Great, um, Rebecca, you've got the album out with the young ladies, uh, and the name of the say the name of that group if you would please. I'm in a band called Nobody's Girl. Right, which uh, you guys, uh, the album was uh, critically acclaimed, was it not? Well, we had an EP that came out last year, caused a bunch of noise, and then yeah. we recorded a full-length record that was supposed to come out in July, and, um, you know, it's been a weird year, so we delayed the record till February, and then the label just decided to delay it one more time. So now we're pushed back till summer of 2021. Oh, my god! I know, I know. Well, we want to be able to tour. Who knows if we'll even be able to tour then, but we have right. a better chance of being able to tour next summer than next spring. So... 
so um so yeah we're as a trio we're playing online shows every month and getting together you know online to try and keep the candle burning um which is kind of hard when you're in a harmony band like the whole point of our project is we're three singer songwriters we came together after a decade of doing this all on our own and you know we just like singing together and we like writing together so um but you know we do zoom shows and it's fun we do shows you know online and we're but we're all separate and we haven't figured out a way to like really sing in harmony together live online yet so if anybody's working on that technology call me i want to I, I, do we want to give is it jamcaster do we want to give them uh, a plug what's the name of that thing elliot if you could give it in our ear jam yeah you've heard, I've about heard of jam kazam and i've heard it's really close to working well enough and not quite there yet i heard it cross sometimes yeah. yeah uh so maybe that'll be a good solution it'll probably start working as soon as the uh, pandemic is over <laughs> right? we don't need it anymore we yeah. mastered it and then you go to the club <laughs> like, uh rebecca uh but you you of course we know you of course before you joined that uh, these other two ladies in this outfit as a solo artist and we've been blessed to have you uh, do some songs for us in the past will you be kind enough to do a song for us now certainly wonderful and so uh, don't be uh, distracted. We're going to Matt and I will disappear during this uh, to fine. give you uh, full attention. So okay. uh, here we go. Rebecca Lobby. What's the name of this song, Rebecca? This is called Got Away. Wonderful. I take it away. All right. It's time to pay the bills again. Makes a woman feel like running. I keep a backpack by the door. You keep asking what that's for. Can't find the right way to say. You don't know who Maybe I'll roll out at dawn Headlights off, radio on The open road will take me back You'll move on, you always have
Oh my God. That was, holy, through, through the internet that gave me chills. That was unbelievable. Man, Re- Rebecca, as, as always, just so beautiful and so, I mean, who gives a shit what comedian Jimmy Pardo thinks, but holy man, that was unbelievable. What a beautiful song. Thank you. And you sound, you so much. if I may, better than ever. You sound, is it, is it and, and I don't mean that, you always sound great, but I'm wondering if maybe the lack of touring and stuff, is, is your voice so rested that it's fuller I, and stronger than usual? I am definitely better rested. Um, you know, it's it's been a hard year. I had to cancel like 100 shows and it's been really crazy and there are things about it that I really miss. But this is the first time in my adult life that I've ever been home in my own house for six months straight. Right. And I'll tell you something crazy. My to-do list still isn't anywhere close to being done, which really has taught me something about what I was trying to do to myself when I was touring full time with this giant list of tasks that I wanted to accomplish to keep this music career going. When if you completely take out the 150 shows a year and the 200 days of travel and coordinating that and executing that, I still can't get the side work done. So, I mean, it's it's been nuts. Um, and I, I feel fortunate that I'm safe and healthy and I've right. been really trying to use this time to do all the things that I usually tell myself I don't have time for, like yoga and meditating and gardening and going for walks. So maybe all of that is in my voice somehow. I don't know. It's it, got, uh, it couldn't hurt, right? It couldn't hurt. It might <laughs> positive energy. I will tell you this, that I every weekend uh, since March, I've said, this is the weekend I clean out the garage. And <laughs> I, I'm literally, good? I mean, yes, Never Not Funny takes up my time and so on and so forth. But it, what, do, it, do it on a Wednesday then, jackass. Do it. There's plenty of time to do it, and I just can't find the time to do it. So I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. is my point, my long-winded yeah. point. Um, hey, Rebecca, before we have you do another song, I do want, uh, as, as big a fans as Matt and I are of you and your music, of course, Garen Cockrell uh, is, our, is your biggest fan in the world. And so I let's bring Garen. Garen on. I'm Garen's uh, biggest fan. <laughs> Garen, where are you at, dude? Rebecca, that was amazing. Thank you, Garen. <laughs> I don't want you to, I don't want Rebecca to come on here, uh, Garen, and, uh, and not give you an opportunity to say hello and uh, uh, check in with her or have a question. Or is there anything you'd like to talk to Rebecca about, Garen? Already been promoting Rebecca in this chat. She oh, yes. I did it. I'm telling put you. Put your mic down. Now. We don't need Garen, to. Garen, put your oh, mic by your mouth I so forgot. we can hear you. You know, true story, I just ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So that's why my <laughs> mic was up. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Well, Crunchy, smooth, strawberry, grape only, kind of sandwich are we talking about? Yeah, what'd you go with? Uh, Garen, peanut butters for me, guys. Really? Yeah. Smooth? Smooth? I, I knew there it. was a reason we got along so well. I didn't smooth. know the answer. Smooth, Jimmy. Like, smooth. Like, only the smoothest. I like the strawberry jam. Like that is actually my exact peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's yeah, really I mean, funny. I like I like a crunchier uh, peanut butter, but uh, I will I, I agree with the uh, with your jam and jellies. <laughs> um Garen, is there a song that uh, we could, uh, and we're limited a little bit by YouTube, but is there a song that you'd like Rebecca to play or, or do you want to just, uh, Dealer's Choice? Um, you know what, I my favorite song by you is Lie, but that might be a bit of a downer. I'm not going to so, be able to do that one today. I have something special lined up for you. Oh, here we go. There you go. Special. So Garen, mind your own business. I, <laughs> but I did want to say, I did want to tell you, Jimmy, that Garen was really helpful to me over the summer, as was Elliot, because I have launched a YouTube channel. Well, okay. 
I have had a YouTube channel for a long time. I've recently stopped neglecting my YouTube channel <laughs> and I've started, um, I've been using my time during lockdown to make a series of videos I've always wanted to make, which is all about like what goes on behind the scenes in the life of a indie musician. And I knew nothing about putting up content on, on YouTube. And I called Garen and just picked his brain for about an hour. And then he was like, you know, who you really need to talk to about this technical stuff is Elliot. And Elliot talked to me for like two hours and both of them just hugely impacted my workflow and how the series has come together. So anyhow, I just want to thank oh, those guys publicly and thank are, you uh, for introducing me to them. Uh, my, well, I, I, you're welcome. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to take full credit. <laughs> take all the credit. Yeah, this, is really, this is really you, Jimmy. You did it. <laughs> you're welcome. Hey, you're welcome, Rebecca. You're welcome, children. I'm here for everybody. Uh, Rebecca, uh, before we run out of time, let's hit, the, let's hit this other song then, if you would. Please. All right. Thank you. I wanted to play you guys this song. Um, it is on the Nobody's Girl record that we were just discussing. And right. um, I just put a video up on my Patreon today, and we're going to be releasing uh, an acoustic video of me playing it with Nobody's Girl on Tuesday. So I want to give you guys a sneak peek today. Wonderful. Here we go. Rebecca Lobie, everybody. Wrong key. Still Rebecca Lobie. Saw your face in the stars last night Shining down from a clear black sky Colorado turned out the lights A thousand miles from California sand A thousand more to the Blue Ridge Mountains All in the cradle of your weary
the promised land. Just beautiful. Just beautiful, Rebecca. So great. So great to see you. It is so great to see you, too. What a joy. It is. I I, I say what a joy so often sarcastically, but I it it truly... (laughs) Seeing your smile has it just it, 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 even back to back Richard Kind and Rebecca Loba you don't get two better smiles than that that was and Katie Lazarus this has been nothing but smiles they have I have enjoyed all the guests so much today it's been I'm going to keep watching all afternoon well wonderful Long and thank show. you so much for taking time to join us it really means a lot to me thanks for doing this you're you guys thanks bye, Rebecca bye guys Rebecca Loby guys get her uh, the new album uh, the, uh, the the ladies get the EP and then when the album comes out in the uh, in the summer of next year before they tour hopefully tour uh, get it then. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Here are the handles for all the guests of this week's episode. Richard Kind is on Twitter at RealRichardKind. Nikki Glazer is at Nikki Glazer. Rebecca Lobe is at Rebecca Lobe. That's L-O-E-B-E. Paul F. Tompkins is at P.F. Tompkins. And Jen Kirkman is at Jen Kirkman. So go follow all of them. Jimmy Pardo is at Jimmy Pardo. He's also at the Flappers Zoom Room this Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. That is at flapperscomedy.com. If you want to buy tickets, that's where to go. Flapperscomedy.com. Jimmy will be telling some stories, taking requests, doing some crowd work in the Zoom room there. So go check him out Friday, October 16th, 7 p.m. show. And you can enjoy that. Uh, also, by Friday, we should have all of Podcastathon, the digital download, up for purchase. Well, the purchase will be up now, but the files will be up by Friday. All six hours, 17 guests, so much fun. And the proceeds benefit Smile Train. So for $19.99, go pick up that digital download at nevernotfunny.com. We'll put the link right there. Or if you want to just go right to podcast.com that's where the purchasing and the downloading and the streaming will happen so check that out one more final uh, quick note uh, jimmy wanted me to let you know that he misread oliver's handwriting the uh the dimensions on that court uh, in the trivia question were actually uh 13 by 90 not by 40 so or 91 whatever he he saw a four what he thought was a four turned out to be a nine so you don't have to email us just know that that was incorrect and i will be asking for a redo on that trivia question enjoy listen i've been a broken record on factor meals as i mentioned on the last episode even my doctor knows that i eat the factor meals <laughs> that's right uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show but you're advertising in doctor's offices for factor now that's exactly right i'm the muzak <laughs> of factor i'm going from i appreciate it uh, i'm more than happy to do it now these things are ready in just two minutes they've got over 35 different options to choose from every week they got the calorie smart protein plus uh various different meals i uh, just this way this morning i had to pick my meals for next week you pick you pick a week in advance yep and uh you know what i decided to give myself a little treat i got the filet mignon yum which is uh it's a little extra to get that right and i'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something get you know what it's why nice. not yeah treat yourself you you've earned it jimmy i have earned it i'll tell you something it is delicious yeah i, I gotta try that oh, i haven't had that one they do a great job I, uh, the other day i had the uh what is it the uh spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called mm-hmm. that was a spicy lime chicken whatever that whatever that one is yeah was delicious i love the shredded taco chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do uh again i have not I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before. Like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones, and I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation, or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Mm. Uh, that's just 
I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, we really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code part 050 at factormeals.com slash part 050 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O five zero and use code PARDO five zero to get 50% off. Factor. That's a good meal. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. <laughs> to try Zip Recruiter for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Zip Recruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you, uh, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. Zip Recruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's going on. Well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Bad sucks. manager. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he needs an assistant uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's bring our next guest right into the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, welcome. I, I don't I, 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 I'm hard pressed to think that I don't believe this guy has missed a podcastathon yet either. Um, mm, yeah. but we'll find out. Uh, no, we won't. We'll just talk to him. See what's going on. Uh, I got to imagine he's going to be the way. You know what? Let's already give the trophy out, Matt. Best dressed. OK. I mean, Scott looked pretty good. He had a, Scott a- did look good casual uh, open collar with a with a jacket on so let's see what happens uh all right here we go please welcome paul of tompkins hello paul how are you Go, Jimmy, go. You got that right. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins, who I, I will now give the award. I did. I was right. Best rest of the night. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Jimmy. Well, we I don't that. mean to show. I'm talking. I don't mean to show anyone up. I'm just me and I'm doing what I do. <laughs> Paul, where are you at? It looks like you're at, uh, at somebody else's house or is that I'm, your place? I'm just at home. Mm-hmm. I'm just at home. Uh, and are you lying? I see some cobwebs back there. Is that because the cleaning hasn't come in because of the pandemic? Or no, Jimmy, like? don't you understand? My home is haunted. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> yes. I've not been to your new place. Uh, is it? Did you buy it knowing it was haunted? Yes, I did. Oh, you did. You're welcome yes. to that. Not unlike Dana Gould buying uh, Roddy McDowell's old place. You bought this because you knew it was haunted. Is Roddy McDowell's old place haunted? No, he's, uh, uh, you know, uh, Dana doesn't shut up about Planet of the Apes, so he bought right. Roddy McDowell's house. But the house claims, isn't haunted. coincidentally. But, but the house isn't haunted. I don't believe it's haunted. Yeah, my house is haunted. Oh, yours is haunted. Yes. What, uh, what happened? What kind of haunts? What, kind of, what do the ghosts and goblins do, Paul? Well, it's it. Jimmy, goblins don't haunt things. 
I don't know. I'm not. I'm not aware of that. I don't know the paranormal as you do. Should we run them down? Yes, please walk me through them. Ghosts. Yes. They haunt things. Okay. Ghouls. Yes. They stumble into things. It's akin to a haunting, but they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm listening. Goblins. They are mischievous creatures that hide in trees. All right. I feel like you're laughing at this. Are you not taking this seriously? I that was Matt Belknap laughing. I'm writing it down. I'm not. I'm taking every single word of these seriously. Banshees. <laughs> they scream and yell. It's very loud. Very unpleasant. All right. The swamp thing. He protects mm-hmm. the environment. He lives in Louisiana. <laughs> uh, monster trucks. Yes. They what are, are trucks. they? Trucks. They are trucks that have been turned monstrous. I see. By evil mechanics. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. Uh, floating eyeballs. That's uh-huh. a big thing. Not good. <laughs> right. Um, leeches. They're just, they're regular creatures, but they're gross. They yeah, suck blood. They, okay. I was, I was wondering how they fit into this. It almost yes. feels like they were incongruous to the rest of the list. No. Ticks, same thing. I see. Uh, lightning bugs. Oh, they These are up the sky. They, yes, they're lighting up the sky. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What are those? Tell me about those, please. Well, they're turtles. I see. They're teenagers. I see. They're mutants. Uh-huh. And they're also ninjas. <laughs> They've got the skills to be ninjas, yes. in addition to all the other qualifications. Frankenberry. What's he about? Unholy creature created by a mad scientist. He's also a serial fun. <laughs> yes, what else? What else? Bats. Uh-huh. Mice that have wings on them. Mm-hmm. They fly around very erratically. That's weird, right? It is weird. When you see a bird flying, it's like, that guy knows what he's doing. When you see a bat flying, you're like, hey, are you drunk? <laughs> uh, brooms. Wait, I, well, I'm, I missed that. Brooms? It's brooms. Bro- oh, Jesus. Witches, you know. I see. Right? They ride those brooms. Oh, witches. Yeah, right. Don't forget the witches. Forgot to mention witches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I goats. Think hmm? I think you've listened enough. I don't think you need all right. kind of pressure on you. So you get the idea. I got the idea, but I guess at the end of the day, though, I'm still curious what's happening there at your house. Well, there are a number of spirits, uh, ghosts, if you will, wraiths, some call them, mm-hmm. uh, that are uh, haunting this home. And what happens in haunting times is that the ghosts will make themselves known to me either by moving things around that I didn't ask them to move around and they shouldn't be doing it because I like everything just so, Mm -hmm. or they will appear to me as a white sort of shimmery apparition with eye holes and a mouth hole. I see. Uh, and listen, that well, that sounds like a guy just in a costume, doesn't it, Matt? That's what that sounds That's like. That's what I was going to say. That sounds like a children's, uh, you know, like in the 70s, you would just take a sheet and cut the hole. Yeah, in. that sounds like a... Oh, that was episode. the 70s? That's what they did in the 70s? It, well, before, uh, before the costume industry really got up and running. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It seems like you're just describing an episode of The Brady Bunch to re- kind of... Which one? Uh, the one where they haunt the house so they don't have to sell it. 
What are you talking about? I'm talking about the children don't want to sell the house, so they tried to scare. I believe it's the woman that ended up uh, that was Mrs. Howell. They tried to scare her away from buying the house. The Brady Bunch, if, correct me if I'm mistaken, but I don't think that I am, was a show about a family who lived in Hawaii and they were attacked by spiders. No, you are that they were on vacation for a couple of just a couple of weeks that they were lucky enough to film. They lived, I want to say, in Los Angeles. I've seen two episodes of the show. Both took place in Hawaii. I don't know why you would assume they were on vacation there. It's a TV show. Well, because I saw more than those two episodes and uh, the characters were on a vacation in Hawaii. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And a family of six. Where did they get the money to well, go to Hawaii? Well, he was an architect and apparently architects got paid a lot of money back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Now, this is. What is what is an architect? An architect is a guy that will like very similar to what you're living there, like a house. Uh, they will design. An architect is a house. No, no, no. You don't. No, you don't. Let me finish. They will design the you layout this guy? of the house. Hold on, nope. I'm talking to one of the ghosts. Uh, you believe this guy? Woo! <laughs> uh, are <laughs> they, that, that does sound like something you would say. Now, who is that? Which ghost are you speaking to, Paul? Uh, which one are you? Anne. Oh, you're talking to a lady ghost. <laughs> yep. I uh, what's the what's the percentage on lady ghost versus male ghost there in the house? It's fifty fifty. It's it it's right down the middle. Yeah, I think it's a lot of couples that are haunting the house. Oh, you think you got the maybe a double date that went bad and they haunted that house? It's more than four. Oh my gosh, how many ghosts are in that house? Six. <laughs> I guess I expected more than that. Um, so Brady Bunch number for six is more than four. Yes, it is, of course. But I thought it would be uh, even grander than that. But uh, now you're saying Didn't six. they take the house? Wasn't the housekeeper also in Hawaii? Yeah, they brought her along as well. Yes, they were very close. There's no way they didn't live there. Somebody has to clean up those ho- uh, those hotel rooms. And certainly you'd bring the, uh, the housekeeper <laughs> to clean up strangers hotel rooms. These are not strangers. They live. Uh, the woman lives with them. They have, but a, a hotel would have a maid service. I'm well, I, listen, I'm aware of that. I don't know if the Brady's understood Jimmy, that. Jimmy, oh, you're me. all over the place. I'm First trying. they live in Hawaii, then they don't. I never said they live in Hawaii. You said they live in Hawaii. Well, that's right, they do. It. They don't live in Hawaii. They, live, they were there. Well, they don't now because the show's off the air. What are we doing? You're, you so remember? you're suggesting, had you seen the Arizona episodes, you would think they lived in Arizona? The what? They went to Arizona on a vacation as well. They would, and, and if you it, lived in Hawaii, why would you go to Arizona on vacation? They were. They went to it. Is like it this. me or is it him? <laughs> <laughs> they went to a ghost town. That was Buckley. Oh, is that Buckley? Yes. Uh, Didn't they go to the Grand Canyon too? They went to the. That's part of that Arizona. Yeah, they went to the right, Grand yeah. Canyon, and then. Uh, there's a Grand Canyon in Hawaii. Nope, that's a volcano. Waimea Canyon. Nope. Mark Twain called it the Grand Canyon of the Pacific. Wow. This is true. I can only take your word on that. I don't know that to be true, so I will take your it's word. It's on the Garden Isle of Kauai. I don't know about it. All of I should tell you, all of my uh, uh, Hawaii information is from those two episodes of the Brady Bunch. I know nothing else other than what they've taught me. Well, now who's the Brady Bunch expert? Turns out still me. <laughs> no, never was you. It was never you. You are you were not the Brady Bunch expert. You're challenging my knowledge of Brady Bunch? Oh, I don't want to because I fear I would lose. But when it comes to this, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Sounds like we have to have a Brady Bunch off. Exactly. Thank you, Matt. How does one have a Brady Bunch off? Here's the first. The first round is simple. You're going to take turns naming children and we'll see if who can name the most. If you both name all, 
If you, if you equal, if you tie up, then we just move to the next round. But let's I will let Paul go first, then, as, uh, as our guest. I'll start with the boys. Tall, medium, and small. <laughs> no, no. But, well, hold on. Before we get to your answer, I... I meant each person names one. Don't, don't 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 rattle off as many as you can. We're going to take turns one on one. Well, I could have rattled off more. Okay, but still, because there's also three girls. I still just want one name, and 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 we're not looking for a description here. We're looking for uh, an All actual right. child. Fine, name. I will give you one name. Young Master Brady. <laughs> I think you need to be more specific than that. There's uh, there's the are... oldest young Master Brady. All right, and what is his first name? What are we? What are we doing? Well, I thought it was your turn. Uh, you haven't said an answer yet. I'm not going to compete. I've, I've, I've had to. I didn't know we were playing witch hunt because I have given my answer several times now, and each time I've been found wanting. And what are the rules? And who is the moderator? Well, Matt, Matt's the moderator. It's the been judge, clear. The judges, Matt, the judges are telling me that uh, we need a first name. Well, a ghost is telling me that I've I've done my job. Okay. Let's Ann? let Jimmy go and see what happens. Was it uh, Anne who said that? No, it was not Anne. It was not Buckley. It was Stevie. Stevie got involved. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say Cindy. Cindy. I'm going to say Cindy. Cindy. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I said it too. Uh, no, but no I, that was that was Jimmy's turn. Jimmy's. It was turn. my turn. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, but I but let the record show. I also named one of the children. You named the same one I just did. You just finished. Yes, my... it was a coincidence. But it wasn't even your turn. It's not. But your it wasn't turn. even your turn. That was another coincidence. No, that's just you mocking. That's not. I'm not that, mo- that's not mocking. a coincidence. It's not mocking unless you think that's what you sound like. Well, that's how I figured. I, 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 I have headphones on, so I know that's how I sound. <laughs> Pretty good impression you got of it. <laughs> it was spot on. It was Thank really, you. I heard the I new thought the, rich I thought, little. The, I thought the Zoom was just echoing. See, Rudy. Oh, Rudy Ru- doesn't think you do good. Rudy things. doesn't think I could do good impressions. Well, give me some more. Give me another example of what Rudy doesn't think is good. All right, Matt, say something. Uh, Paul. Paul. What do you think, Rudy? You didn't even hear him. I have headphones. You got a thumbs down from Rudy? <sighs> Rudy's a contrarian, much like you're being, Jimmy, with my knowledge of the Brady Bunch. I'm not being contrarian. I'm pointing out the uh, the uh, the obvious. I'm pointing out the truth. May I name another one of the children? Sure. Go right ahead. I've already said Cindy. All right. I'll stick with it. And I also said Cindy. Let the record show. Let me, let me name one of the boys. Is that it? Didn't count. Let me, name, let me name one of the boys. Go ahead. I'm listening. Cindy's brother. <laughs> Yes, which well, they're 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 half brother and sister. Cindy's uh, middle brother. Okay, which which half? Whose name is what? Well, I'm not going to be lulled into an Abbott or Costello routine with you. <laughs> um. All right. I will then. I will go. Jan. Okay. Jan is uh, that's a Scandinavian man's name, certainly. Uh, this is the middle uh, daughter's name. The middle Jan. daughter's name is Jan. Yes, but I thought we were naming. Male children. Uh, no, I was going with the ladies. Uh, so we both know Cindy and Jan, and, uh, and 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 I have named two of the boys. You've not named anybody. You've literally. I have identified. I have identified Jimmy. I have identified two of the Brady sons. You have not. You have not. I think when you watch this back, and I insist that you do, you <laughs> will see that you did not do that. I want Rudy to set up the VCR. And you will see that you did not do that. Rudy absolutely could set up the VCR. He's your guy. He's your tech guy. That's wh- that's the era in which he died was VCR times. Oh, he, he, you, we lost him in the early 90s. Yes. And he can even do the VCR plus code. 
Oh, wow. Yes. So he could record the Brady Bunch just in case you wanted to watch more Brady Bunch. It shows off the air. I'm sure it's got to be airing somewhere. Do you believe this, Nan? Oh, what's, what's, what's Nan's story? Tell me a little Nan, about Nan. Nan died in a car on purpose, <laughs> not a car accident. Oh, geez. Nan drove her car into a wall oh. to prove a point. And what was that point? That she, she had a very fragile skull. <laughs> no one believed her. <laughs> really? People fought her on that? Yes. Now, they said, Nan, your skull is thick as a rock. She said, I'll show you. Oh, my gosh. And then she ended up losing it, didn't she? She did not prove anybody. Is, is Nan her name? She or did is prove. I, I got to, I, I got flight. Go ahead, Matt. Did you uh, say is Nan her name or her title? Oh, oh, yeah. Is she is she your Irish grandmother or is her name Nan? Nan, guess what he just said. Oh. <laughs> Nan died when she was 22 years old. Oh, She's thanks. nobody's Irish grandmother. Okay. Um, what? Uh, uh, I once knew a girl from Nantucket. Does that play into this at all? Nope. Oh, it doesn't. doesn't help. Okay. Uh, Any further details about her? Uh, yes. I'd like to hear more about Nan. And then say, we, we have to say goodbye. No, I want to know about the girl from Nantucket. Oh, Jesus. Well, I, 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 Is I, there I, a second I, line? There, there, uh, I'm not comfortable telling you that much about Nan. <laughs> well, I, 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 I mean, I know, about the, I know about a man from Nantucket. I, I know about that man as well. Oh, Jesus. Well, Fellas, I guess, I, I guess maybe I got the gender wrong on who I knew from Nantucket. Oh, okay. Oh, so maybe the same person. It turns out it was a man. Uh, now, what, you, were, you, were you about to dismiss me? Is that I what have was to say goodbye to you, Paul. Yes. Why? Uh, well, because uh, 15 minutes is up. And That's have, impossible. I, it flew by. Uh, well, we took nine of it listing uh, goblins and ghosts. <laughs> Rudy. Then another impression. Rudy. Oh, Rudy gave it up for that one. Jack's Rudy gave it up for that Rudy. one. Yeah. Uh, Paul, thank you for joining us. An honor to see you, sir. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, you don't like saying goodbye? No. No. Well, um, or, or you don't like the pandemic that we're living in? I, pandemic's actually it's bearable but say goodbye I don't like alright well um, we'll see you again sometime how about that uh, pass okay <laughs> uh. Paul F. Tompkins uh, our next guest is a uh, boy friend of the show a, a thrill to have her uh, excited she's taking time out of her day uh, she's got a hot new uh, rebranded rebranded podcast on the Misfit Toys comedy co-op over there at the Art 19, it's Jen Kirkman. Hello, Jen Kirkman. How are you? I'm fantastic. What What are the totals? Uh, well, we just had our four o'clock tote. We're at 48,852. Oh, my God. We got to get those numbers up. That's amazing. But right now, during my segment, we're going to get to 50,000 because everyone is like, I'll do it later. And listen, if everyone gives five dollars, thousands of people are watching. We're up five thousand. Uh, well, hopefully that will happen uh, during this segment. Uh, we won't know until five o'clock if it paid off. But uh, uh, we'll certainly uh, chit chat with you now. Jen, it looks like you're on the set of a talk show in 1974. Where are you uh, talking to us from? This is my living room. I don't remember it looking like that the last time we spoke with you. I feel like this is a new angle for the, for us. Well, I'm in a different area than last time we spoke, but I did just get new wallpaper. Let me take a look at that. Well, let me last put my glasses on so I can take a look at that. So that's wallpaper? Got, yeah, and I got new white furniture. It's all white. Wow, okay. matching pillow. Matching pillow. I'm, I'm in my heaven. It's like a Palm Springs retreat. 
It, and, and do you feel relaxed like you're in Palm Springs or do you feel sweaty like you're in Palm Springs? No, I feel relaxed like I'm not in Palm Springs because you're right. It's very sweaty there. And uh, there's not much you can do to, to beat the heat except sit by a pool, which is outside, which is hot. I know it's weird, but yet we go every summer and we, well, not this past summer because of uh, this, uh, the, the, there's a pandemic going on. I don't know what's happening there in the jungle, but. Uh, oh, yeah, no, we've, um, here in the jungle, uh, we've kind of tamped it down because there's not a big population here. Right. So okay. we all just stayed under our leaves for two weeks. And uh, yeah, so we're not letting people fly in. I, th- I think that's smart. Safety first. Yes, Matt? Yeah. Now, let me tell you something. Oh, yes, go ahead. I thought Matt was speaking. Go ahead. Nope. Matt, I just want to give you guys a compliment first. Oh. What you're doing with Smile Train is so important because especially nowadays with the pandemic, because let me explain something. We're all wearing masks, right? Yes. And because of that, men on the street can't see if women are smiling. And I know they love to yell smile at us. And with Smile Train, it is an, it is a, a, an organization to help stop women wear masks so that men can see if they're smiling. And, and we've raised 48,000 so far, and we're gonna raise more and get the masks off these broads outside. You know, we get <laughs> them to not wear a mask because men don't know if they're smiling. And, and I think Smile Train, is genius it's a genius is it just a genius nonprofit? so thank you well again I, do, I don't know if you necessarily know what you're doing here then but i hear what you're getting at uh i by the way i like when people tell me to smile i don't know why you ladies get so upset about it <laughs> i like it how come you're why are you so sad sir i will hear on a regular <laughs> basis why aren't you smiling sir that's what they'll say to me what do you say what's your answer for why are you so sad I say, uh, I go, well, you know what, uh, you know, there's a lot going on in the world that's kind of bringing me down right now. Sorry, I can't be a clown for you. That's what I say. That's good. Well, you know what? And he, what if he says, but you, but I love your podcast and uh, I'm a big fan. And uh, so that should make you happy. That does make me smile. And then I, uh, <laughs> and then I walk away feeling like I, I, I feel validated, quite frankly. That's all I'm looking for. he yells, I only listen to the free version and then you're pissed again. No. <laughs> then I, uh, I welcome all the listeners. Um, as uh, just not the people that skip over the opening part uh, that uh, people will talk. What do you got there, Jen? You showing us something? Slippers. Okay. Wow. All right. Is that an UGG brand or what? That looks very furry. Don't worry about what it is. Okay. You 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 started it. Nobody wanted to see your slippers. You introduced them to the conversation. Matt had a follow up question, and somehow he's the a hole. Well, no, Matt's great, but I just don't like to give away brands just in case people look up what they're made of. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> I don't want any letters. I get it. Uh, you get a lot of letters. You get a lot of uh, telegrams and such. <laughs> Mostly telegrams and faxes these days. What? Uh, because of what's I, maybe going I haven't seen. Oh, I, I, I thought we lost Jen. Uh, no. Jen, uh, did I know? Maybe I've seen this before. Is there a tattoo that was near those slippers? Oh, sure. Yeah, but that's old news. Old what, news. What? What is that? I refresh my memory. It oh, apparently you haven't seen her uh, her Stephen Colbert segment. <laughs> Oh, I've not seen the Colbert segment. No. Okay, good. Years ago, back when I had a career, it says JKL. Um, stands for Just Keep Living. It's the name of my Netflix special, but it really is uh, a sincere tribute to Matthew McConaughey because that is his. Um, actually, it's more than a catchphrase. It's it's sort of his thing. You it's love like, that Matthew that, McConaughey. What? You love him. He's your favorite actor of all time. No, I just kind of want to be him. I just like the way he lives. And he's one of the only celebrities taking this pandemic seriously. You think he's the you think he's the only celebrity taking this seriously? 
one of one of yes he has been making little videos about it on instagram since the beginning wear a mask stay home talking about all the first responder heroes you know let's listen to the science i mean he's he's doing it he's doing the work he's not posting pictures like this is what i don't understand is people they'll post pictures like of them on a beach at a restaurant like can't wait till it gets back to normal i'm like you're doing the normal so you're wearing a mask while doing it but everything else is the same but doesn't it get on your nerves when the Matthew McConaughey, you know, telling me how to live my life? Don't tell me how to vote. Don't tell me how to live my life. Mind your business. That's what I say to Matthew McConaughey. Well, no wonder I don't have a comeback. Uh, yeah. I, oh, God, I used to do comedy. Um, you know, well, Jen, in fairness, I didn't give you anything to yes and. It was a it was a false premise to begin with. So I gave you I gave you nothing. No, a funny person can make anything funny. Oh, you should have been here for Paul F. Tompkins. He made uh, Ghosts funny for 14 and a half minutes. That's sincere. Wait, this is so crazy. Do you remember last year when Paul was on the show and there was ghost activity? Because I was on right before Paul, or a little bit before Paul, and there was a lot of, um, the the lights kept going on and off in the venue at Flappers, and everyone was a ghost. And then I left the room because I was done with my set, and I came back in the room to watch Paul, and it started happening again, and the audience was like, it must be a ghost that was with me. Wait a second. So it turns out that Jen Kirkman is Rudy. (laughs) <laughs> you're one of the ghosts you're one of paul's ghosts or maybe you're ann could be ann probably more well, ann although i think of rudy as that uh, little girl from the cosby show who probably had a real decent childhood <laughs> <laughs> one of the best she, she probably did i mean really with that creepazoid uh, running he wasn't uh, a child creep he was still a creep you know you want that guy as a role model are, you t- are we talking about Keisha Knight Pulliam here? I don't Keisha know. Keisha Knight Pulliam is great. She might not even know he was a creep until later. She might still not know. She might just be, you know, living off the grid. The only thing that's effing her up is no more residuals because of that creep. All the residuals got pulled. That's why Jeffrey Owens had to go work at Trader Joe's. I mean, it's a listen. Got to be careful out there when you're drugging and um raping people you got to think about the residuals that might get pulled from the other actors on the show right you know what you're right think about somebody else for a change when you're raping and, and drugging good for really you. just very selfish of him when you think about it, it really is Isn't it's it? really something for people who don't have a hit show that is in syndication being rerun you know if it doesn't affect anyone else this is a terrible bit it deletes <laughs> it's a bit that we that three guys uh, three people re- refuse to let drop for some reason <laughs> we're just we're we're in yes and autopilot we're in hour four now so i'm happy i'm happy to support any premise that comes along on this program uh apparently <laughs> i i should have shot that down but nope went right along with it every jen's frame is like a it, it looks like an album cover it's it does perfect. it's crazy it's too good it, like you're freaking me out with the way everything is just completely perfectly like like that would be a photo shoot you mean like centered or something oh i i worked on it i mean i I, or like the way it's the way it's decorated the yeah everything looks just right i think i like it in this home this home is not to be this is my sanctuary especially during the pandems and you are uh you're a person that you're not leaving your home at all correct jen you are uh Oh, I've gone a few places, but but very, very you know I don't go to like an outdoor restaurant. I've I've gone to the dry cleaner. I've gone to on some hikes, social distance with masks with friend with a friend. What about I've, Just Tires? You ever go to Just Tires? <laughs> always there. They've been taking this real seriously. They take it seriously, don't they, Jed? Yeah, they go. Listen, we're Just Tires. 
So we don't want to uh, we don't want to take up too much of your time. They right. roll it right out. Contactless tires. Right. So I pull up. They roll it on out. They've got a whole hazmat on. Mm hmm. And then uh, they toss me a bottle of Lysol. I Lysol the tire and uh, I put it around my shoulder and I, I walk away. Oh, you, you take it as is. You don't have the, you don't have you don't let them put it on for you. I don't necessarily always need the tire for my car. It's just just tires, you know, I like, like I don't need a reason to have a tire. I just when people ask, why do you have that tire? I go just tires. Right. Just maybe, something. Uh, maybe you you're know? setting up an obstacle course for an NFL team to practice. How about that? Or what about for me? I need to exercise these days, but no, I'm taking it seriously. I went and got an outdoor uh, pedicure yesterday. Yes. I feel as long as we're outdoors, it's fine. But at the beginning, like during the summer, when things started to slowly open, I was very judgmental. I was mad at people, you know, who were taking part in the outdoor salons. I was like, you don't need your haircut. And then like eight months went by. I was like, oh, so I've gotten an outdoor haircut with masks, but I only deal with people who like, I found a hairdresser who's like, I have an autoimmune disease. I take this seriously. I'm like, you're my new hairdresser. How do you find, do you, do you look on Yelp for that? For somebody, uh, for a hairdresser with autoimmune? How do you, how do you look for that specific hairdresser? I Googled, is there any outdoor hairdresser? And then I saw they had all these, like, you got to fill this out and your doctor is to come and all this. And oh wow! I mean, it was a big ordeal. Obviously the doctor thing was a bad joke, but that, that was for you. I said, I really mean it. Is it outside? Like, and she goes, I have an autoimmune. And I just, the minute I heard that, I go, gotcha. Trust you. Does she do gentleman's hair as well? She did, but she passed away during my cut because of the autoimmune. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was weird. Luckily, the scissors were not pointing towards me. Um, but yeah, that she did. But she's great. timing. Yeah, bad timing. Bad timing. Um, oh, your hair looks You got to go sometime. Uh Wait, what? <laughs> was, the, was the haircut almost done? I mean, because it looks pretty good. I, it doesn't and no, she had finished it, thankfully. I mean, you know, sometimes you're just like, where's God? And then it's something like that happens. You're like, there you are. Really is. Uh, so she's fine. She's alive. Uh, she probably does men, yeah. Um, I, well, I've I, I, you know cutting I mean? my own hair, and I think I'm doing a great job. I'm never going back. I'm never going to go back. I've been bitching. Never going back again. Do, 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 do. What's that? Fleetwood Mac. Thought it was a Fleetwood Mac song. That's Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Yeah, I thought you did a great job. In fact, earlier when you mentioned the cover, oh, what? Jen, I'm not kidding. Knock it off. You knock it off right now. Okay. I'm not really mad. I was going to say that uh, it looks like she's doing a Stevie Nicks uh, uh, 70s Fleetwood yes. Mac style cover. Yes. Uh, earlier. So it's amazing that she's saying Fleetwood Mac because that was what I was thinking. Once again, the ghosts and goblins are all working uh, together. Well, and what, all energy. Weren't you going to do a Fleetwood Mac song last year and we found out it wasn't, uh, you weren't, you can't do it on YouTube because of Oh, uh, yeah. Or was that right. somebody else? Was that, or was no, that? No, it was me, but what song was it? No, it was a Cat Stevens oh, song. It was Cat Stevens. Yeah. Right. And okay. I don't know what song it was going to be. Was it Wild World? Oh, Peace Train, because it's Smile Train. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it, the Smile Train. No, don't do it now. It's the rules. Oh, oh, uh, Matt, she didn't. That's. <laughs> it was, it sounded so right that was, I was, I was no, worried. Yeah, I, I, but I was just allowed to sing a little um, Fleet Mac. But not yeah, but again, again, not very accurate. Allowed is allowed yeah, is a strong okay. term. Allowed is a strong term, Jen. Uh, and I'm oh, actually yeah. kind of freaked out for a second, thinking is Fleetwood Mac going to be a problem? And by the way, Pat Elliot is for the to the home listener and viewer. Elliot's talking no, to no, us I, about. I, I'm, I'm in the stream as well for this. Oh, oh you okay. are okay because oh, uh, Elliot, don't worry, no one will notice. 
Um, I, yeah, I was just wondering if maybe Cat Stevens is more litigious or something, if that was the issue. Yes, actually. I don't yes. know if Cat's more litigious than Lindsay. I don't, uh, I, I do I, like that sentence. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, Lindsay's not fan, isn't he? By the way, litigious Lindsay was my favorite garbage pail kid. Uh, <laughs> Jen liked it. And why shouldn't she? It was good stuff. And We're, it brought me back to the garbage pail kids. Yeah, that's our generation. Right that there. is after me. I had uh, I was wacky packages. Uh, the garbage pail kids were not part of my life in any way, shape, or form, and I won't let it be tonight. You missed out. Yeah, they... you would have you would have been too old by a few years, and it would have been embarrassing to have played with them. Right? Like, hey, I got mine, guys. Get out of here, old man. We don't need you bothering us. We're yeah. tra- we're trading. We're swipping and swapping. Uh, is that something that you would trade? Would you trade your doubles on those? Or uh, how would you handle the uh, the uh, garbage pail kids? I guess you could. I'm not sure I ever did that. Um, just tried. I have zero memory of how I had them in my life. I just had them. I feel like I looked at them once and went, eh, and then just like put them somewhere. Like, well, now I've finished that part of childhood. Like, man- I don't remember having fun with them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we did either. But you know what, Jen? What we are going to have fun doing is playing sevens. Are you ready to play sevens? All right, Matt Belknap, do you want Jen Kirkman as a partner or do you want me to have Jen Kirkman as a partner? Uh, I'll let you decide the second half of the show here. Who, who's next? <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Uh, there's some good uh, folks coming up. Uh, I'll play with Jen. I like playing. I think All that'll right. be fun. Here we go. And Jen got very excited about it, so you know she's into it. I yeah. love it. Do you want to hear the categories? Do you know what category you want already? Give them to me quick. Okay, uh, you know, there's celebrities, music, TV shows, movies, sports, Broadway, uh, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, music from each of those decades, uh, superheroes, stand-up comedians, and then you've got different movie genres like horror, action, comedy, rom-com, award winners, and then some different sports. I'm torn between TV shows or just the 70s or 70s music. Uh, has there one been done already? Let's do TV shows. We haven't done that yet. All right, here we okay. go. TV shows now. You've got 49 seconds. You want to get each one within seven seconds as quickly as possible. Uh, Jen, Matt, will give you the clues for each one, each point that you get. Uh, Never Not Funny will donate $5 to Smile Train. Here we go. I would say we messed up not doing 70s because of this. Here we go. Oh, uh, it's the British show. They live in the big house, and uh, it's the upstairs, downstairs. Down, Downton Abbey. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, blank bar. She actually got fired off her own show, but in the eighties, it was called just her name, the comedian. Nope. Uh, this is a show. Terry okay. Washington, and she's uh, trying to get back at somebody for something. Maybe I don't know what the show's about. Here, hey, this show is uh, with Kiefer Sutherland. He's an agent. He's a yeah. Um, oh, we were just talking about this guy, uh, uh, Doctor Bill. It's his show. The Cosby Show. Yes. Um, oh, this is the one with uh, uh, Charlie Sheen, and he went crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is the awards show that they give out the trophies for television. Right. Yes. Strong, strong uh, comeback there, Matt. Yeah. We got eleven. Eleven. What was the one? The bar she got kicked off. Roseanne Barr couldn't have been easier. I said Roseanne. You never said it. You never. Yes, said I did. It. No. Oh, well, I not in time. Not oh my God! Time. I played the tape. I yelled Roseanne. I swear to God. It was after the time. Jen, I'm telling you, it was after the time. Did it cut out? No, I yelled Roseanne, and then I heard a butt, and I was like, wait, why is he not saying it's Roseanne? And I went, I I, I said Roseanne, and then I almost said something, and then there was a buzzer. I think we got beat by the Zoom, but uh, so we just have to leave it to the judges on whether we give Zoom. uh, You know, everybody plays by the same rules with Zoom. So uh, I'm telling you, I said it. And and here's what's going to happen is the fans watching. They are going nuts right now. You're going to hear it on the message boards. This is a scandal. 
conversation is good. Darren and Elliot and Tony, did any of you hear her say Roseanne? I, I saw, want her to. I want I, to get the points. I saw her mouth move, and we didn't hear what she said. Uh, I did not hear her say Roseanne. The chat says that she ran out of time. Ran out of time. Out of time. Uh, did I say it at all? Because now I feel like I'm going insane. You. I'm going to go with it, that. It, it seems like that you, you did say it, but it was it was out of time. That's what the chat. No problem. As long as I said it, because you know how scary it would be to be like I thought I said a word and then I didn't. Then I'd have to spend the rest of the night. We're in a crazy conference thing video. Like, of course, you could say something and we don't hear it. That's not that weird. Uh, I thought I was almost going to check myself into a hospital for dementia. <laughs> All right. Let us know how it goes. Jen Kirkman, oh, thank yeah. you for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Bye, Jen. Jen Kirkman, everybody. Love you guys. Bye. Don't think- funny. Bye. Look at the slippers, but do not ask about them. <laughs> Bye, Jen. Now you turn it. Oh, it says leave. God, rude. Yeah, get out. Screw <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the great Jen Kirkman. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.